Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia and this week I've forgotten to write a funny pun on that part into the run sheet. This is episode 233. We are recording live on Sunday, April 25th, 2021. In this episode we will be talking about the leaky ship that has become Amazon Australia, far from far from not having any Transformers listed when it first launched. Uh, some interesting upgrades coming through for the HasLab Unicron and there's going to be a little clash of titans actually maybe there's not i don't know it depends how much we agree all that and all this and that and more and all the other stuff is coming up in this week's episode after this G'day everyone and welcome to the show. I'm Jason. I'm coming to you live from Sydney tonight. Joining me, coming from the other side of the country, we have Bradley. How are you doing, Bradley? I'm doing quite well. Um, we're in, in the middle of a uh, three-day snap lockdown, but that doesn't really phase me. But, you know, other than that, pretty good. How are you? Is the, is the main difference that you're not allowed to leave the house as opposed to not wanting to? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like, if you want to go outside, you have to have a mask on, so... Yeah, no, no, fair, yeah fair enough. I believe uh, I believe they've had zero new cases found since they declared the lockdown, so... Yeah. Second time it's happened in a couple of months. Anyway... Actually, no, I saw an article that said there's a second hotspot being detected, but no new cases, so... I don't know how you have a, a hotspot with no cases, but um, we'll find <laughs> We'll find mm. out. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone was walking around and they found a Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh, guys, <laughs> guys, we found a hotspot. We have to lock down the city. I don't know. Uh, and the Wi-Fi name is COVID. <laughs> well, then it must clearly be spreading, right? Uh, the, the other voice that you can hear sneering away, a long way in the background there is Tony joining us from Sydney. How are you doing, Tony? Snigger, snigger, snigger. Yes, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Snigger, How are snigger, we all? Yeah, yeah, I'm sniggering. See? Yeah. The, so the, the picture that I had in my head was sort of muttly. Right up front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's good. That's a that good was, one. That, that was good, except for the fact that you leaned off camera to do it. <laughs> yeah. We needed to I see the face. I had to get up to the mic. I had to get up to the mic. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, uh, it's glad been, to be guys, back, guys. It's been yeah, ages. It's been, a, it's, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on, and the last yeah. the last episode was sort of a, a more more an episode that was more dedicated to the the, the Hasbro um, Pulse fan Pulse event thingy, what, Pulse. whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I've nailed that. Yes, I, I'm I'm being told that yeah. I'm right. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a while since we've done a, a, a proper proper news episode what has been uh, what has been happening besides uh, i mean besides bradley obviously being in lockdown i'm looking for a new tv show to watch and uh, i got to lego admit masters. the lego masters yeah i yeah. keep hearing good things um i, ca lego, I caught the first lego masters is great it's probably the best yeah. show that's come on tv in the last few years there you go. now what, um, what makes it so good for you uh so i really so there's a couple of things i really like about it one i like lego um, mm -hmm. Two, I think Hamish Blake is probably one of the most personable and funny people that could be hosting it. 
And mm-hmm. three is they absolutely smash the fourth wall in terms of um, in terms of production and things like that. Like Hamish will talk to the cameraman, and um, they'll and he and Brickman will have little asides where like they'll talk about um, the best way to present the the coming up countdown and things and whether it'll look good on camera and stuff like that. Like it's the kind of stuff that um, it's the kind of stuff that you would expect a reality TV show to gloss over and um, not actually speak about and there was also an episode where um there was also an episode where hamish directly directly claimed that they hadn't ripped an idea off master chef when they clearly had <laughs> okay <laughs> right. right right so yeah i find it really funny i've wa- i've watched clips of the overseas versions of lego masters and it's so deadly serious it's just amazing <laughs> it's amazing how different and irreverent the australian one is now, are there any scenes or tasks that the uh, contestants have to do where they have to walk across a room full of Lego bricks barefoot, and then someone no, steps on no, a Lego that, sorry, brick? That, and, that's yeah. that's actually that's Tony Robbins. That's um, that's the Tony <laughs> Robbins reality half hour. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because that would be entertaining for me when someone actually steps on a Lego brick and goes, "Ah, oh, shit!" Like that. And you know, you've got to like the first person to swear gets thrown out or something like that. You know, uh, if they can do it without swearing, that'd be perfect. I don't know if they're allowed to swear. I think it might be a PG-rated show. No, oh, okay, yeah. bugger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, th- I think there. Yeah, there, so there was a, there was a very specific moment the other t- the other night where someone realised that they'd done something wrong, and they've just gone, "Oh, sh- sugar," oh. <laughs> and and Hamish has walked up to them and just gone, "Sounded like you were going to say something a little bit saltier there." Like, uh, are you feeling the pressure? Are you a little bit frustrated? Like, it's just that it's that kind of thing. Like, you know, they'll they'll call it out instead of editing around it. Mm. So yeah, yeah, Lego, Lego Masters top marks. Really, 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 really enjoy watching it. Okay. Yeah. Um, as uh, as uh, as our YouTube friend the Thirteenth says, uh, you should also watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier if you're one of the four people who hasn't seen it yet. Um, also, great. It's a it's a six episode six episode show. It's not a big time investment. You could probably knock it over in a day. Hmm. So I've watched the first four. Five, no, first actually, I'm up to the finale. I haven't seen the finale, mm-hmm. but uh, I found I found it really slow going though, Jace. I don't know about you, but it's yeah. just really dry. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like we might need to do a we might need to do an off the rails to talk about uh, Marvel Marvel TV shows. But yeah, uh, man, sounds good. Yeah, like, I feel I so I feel like. I, so I enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but there's massive questions that it raises about what the post Thanos MCU is like, and I don't yes. think it, I don't think it actually answers those questions very well. Um, so yeah, I, I I I've enjoyed the show, but I do have problems with um with what it presents. Am I allowed to pose one major question about post MCU? Uh, sorry, yes, post Thanos universe. Okay, um, what is the status of Steve Rogers? Uh, Steve Rogers is apparently on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, the, the, but this is this is actually like sorry bradley if you don't if you don't sorry you don't yeah talk yeah. about falcon and winter soldier like i'm gonna spend like 30 seconds on it right so steve rogers did not die in endgame right like he is still around the word yeah. is that he's on the moon he and like he's massively aged and also chris evans is expensive so they don't really want to bring him in but i find it really weird that all of this shit is going on in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like, oh, we've got a new Captain America. Oh, he's killed someone. And Steve Rogers doesn't come up and go, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. what you the mean, hell? Like, they don't have satellite communication on the moon, wherever that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's got to be some way for him to reach out to Sam somehow and say, hey, this isn't on. 
here's what I think. Exactly. So yeah, that 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 is one of my that is one of my gripes for the show. It's a very yeah. typical sort of Marvel Marvel TV show thing where it's like, oh, you know, um, we we just don't we don't have Steve in our show. Steve will be in something else. Like he's not. It's it's like a Marvel thing where like, um, you know, in uh, the in the first episode, first series of Daredevil on Netflix, like they blew up a city block in Hell's <laughs> Kitchen, and none of the Avengers came to look at it. <laughs> So, they were busy. You know, it's like, yeah, they're busy. Like they're busy. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't get too many Avengers into one show, right? It must be a movie. Yeah. That you need budget. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I th- I feel like, I feel like that, that is starting to show as a, like a bit of a stress on what they can and can't do on a TV budget. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like it'll probably it'll probably like oh first episode of Loki he'll be um <laughs> first episode of Loki he'll be there. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see. Anyway, uh, sorry, Bradley. I, yeah. I think we we should probably talk about some Transformers, which are the is the actual reason that we're here. Um, uh, yeah, some some Transformers news has been has been happening around the country. Uh, one thing I forgot to put in the run sheet that I do want to talk about very very briefly, and I I don't think I can I don't think I can swing away to get this into the into the screen sharing time. Um, the War for Cybertron buzzworthy bumblebee figure uh the 29 dollar figure he's, t- he's tiny he's a little bit smaller than the the core he's like a legend scale figure with uh with an anonymous an anonymous human um if you, if you guys recall the photos of an it. entity an entity yes um that is now available for pre-order on the kmart website so uh, we can expect i think we can expect that to start appearing in kmart stores around the country in the next few weeks uh, it is twenty nine dollars. It's not not cheap. Um, given that it's a given that the figure itself is smaller than a, a core figure, we did hear from Ozformers when this was announced that uh, it was a it was a tough one for them to figure out how to price because it's not it, like it's more than a legend scale figure, but it's less than a deluxe. And it's like, well, your price point probably should have been twenty four bucks, but instead it's twenty nine. So yeah, it's a. It's fairly expensive for what it is, but um, by all accounts, it's a pretty cool Bumblebee figure. Hmm. So yeah, if you if you're into if you're into the Buzzworthy uh, Bumblebee, word word to the wise. Also, the Buzzworthy Bumblebee figures are starting to appear on store shelves uh, in the Studio Series line. Just remember, they are repacks. Um, they're re-releases of existing figures. So if you see them and you see these bright yellow boxes with um, Studio Series branding, they're not new. Um, if you've if you've been shopping for Studio Series figures previously, you might already own that figure, or you may have passed it up previously for a reason, and that's one of the reasons why they're trying to repack them. <laughs> so anyway, um, that said and done, so that that's kind of our local availability news. Um, we've been waiting for the Netflix Wave Three figures to turn up at Kmart in the last couple of weeks, uh, fruitlessly. Uh, they, <laughs> we've been waiting for Netflix Wave Three, and instead we got Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Um, hopefully, we'll see Netflix Wave Three figures turn up in the next couple of weeks. Um, when you when that happens, of course, there'll be comments and posts all over the TCCA Facebook group telling you, so you won't miss out. Anyway, in the um, in the meantime of that, I'm going to bring in the news screen share, and uh, we're going to talk about some we're going to talk about the news of the week and uh, and some other stuff. So, are you guys ready to go? Go go! I feel like I yep. need a news I need a news jingle. I might see I might see if we can get a might see if we can get a news jingle to sort of like separate our segments out. We'll see how we go. <laughs> in the meantime, here is a news article from about a month ago. 
And the, the reason I wanted to bring this news article, news article up is because this is a... We, we didn't actually talk about it on the, on the show because we haven't done... We didn't do an episode of that at the time. Uh, Amazon Australia has grown up and it's become the world's premier leaky ship for Transformers news. Um, we're very proud. Uh, just a couple of years ago, it was a, a, like a, a baby in a pram that uh, when you looked at it and said, do you have Transformers? That went, no, I've never heard of this thing. Um, but now, <laughs> Quite now, articulate for a baby. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, like Amazon, <laughs> Amazon's pretty advanced. Um, yeah. Now, like, they are the source for leaks. Um, so people are finding, people are finding listings. I gotta say, I got no idea how they're finding leaked listings and stuff on Amazon Australia, but we this has been happening consistently for the last month. March twenty seventh, we saw Deluxe Pterosaur and Deluxe Ranger Puffer. Uh, at least we saw their listings appear on Amazon Australia. Nobody really knows what Deluxe Ranger Puffer actually is. There's some speculation that it's a reference to pipes, as he was uh, as he was. Um, uh, the uh, the blue huffer variant that was sold as pipes in Mexico, which seemed like a stretch, but uh, the Lux Ranger puffer is apparently coming our way, according to Amazon Australia. Um, it's not the first time that it's not the it's not, it's not the first time it's not the last time that it's happened in the last little while as well. Amazon Australia at on the, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, April the seventh, we found more listings for Goldbug, who's since been rumored to be a shattered glass figure. Uh, another blur, which might also be the shattered glass blur. I don't know about that. I think this was this was just before the uh, the Hasbro Pulse uh, release. Uh, Sideswipe with Night Prowler, Golden Jackpot, Golden Tigertron, Golden Pterosaur. There's there's some rumor that there's going to be some Golden Disc imprint subline. Um, there's a Unicron Galvatron. That one's interesting. Uh, Project Bat. Uh, studio series Dark of the Moon, Sideswipe, uh, King, Starscream, and of course the one that we're all sort of waiting for is the Generation Select Artfire. These have all been found on um, on uh, Amazon Australia. They're they're, they're gone now. Um, like as soon as as soon as they release these things and they make news, then um, someone at Amazon realizes that they'll be fired if they don't release if they don't remove the list and takes them down. So that uh, that is more more examples of Amazon Australia leaking shit and uh, today we have uh, another one where <laughs> this, this this time there's uh, this time there's a little bit more to it the Amazon Australia listed a Trat Gen which is Transformers Generations WFCK which is War for Cybertron Kingdom Deluxe Mirage and Grimlock so it's a two pack um, and that sort of percolated around the Transformers community online for a little while and then then people realized hey it's also listed on Amazon UK where there's a description so we we now see uh, that this is uh, this is part of the battle across time collection uh, which the the description says the the battle across time collection with this fans can recreate the duel between G1 and Beast Wars I wasn't aware that there was a duel um, uh, and form teams from Maximals and Autobots Grimlock and Mirage join together to repel the Decepticons slash Predacons now it seems likely uh, it seems likely that this will be a series it could be this year's Galactic Odyssey collection um, being being an, another collection battle across time whether it's also amazon exclusive or not we don't really know 
But um, it does say that they come with the exclusive packaging. Each Battle Across Time set has an exclusive design so that impressive battle scenes can be recreated. Maybe this is an evolution of how um, how the uh, Studio Series figures come with a, a nice backdrop behind them. Now, we are we are looking we're looking at some artwork here that uh, depicts uh, Blur and a, a Beast Wars Grimlock. Now, Bradley Mirage. as the resident. Oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. Mirage, not Blur. Uh, Bradley, as the resident expert on Beast Wars, what can you tell us about Beast Wars Grimlock? Because Tony and I certainly don't know. Well, Beast Wars Grimlock was actually released in the original Beast Wars toy line, and he is a repaint of the Dinobot mold. And it looks like that's what's happening here. Just getting. Now, I, uh, now, I, I I don't think this is actually a, an actual artwork for the set. I think this is just an artist's impression of these two figures. Well, it says in the, the it says in the description that um, Grimlock turns into a Velociraptor. Mm. So you yeah. know, like Dinobot does. So I'm thinking they're probably just following that yeah, precedent. He, he probably is. Uh, the The only reason I was referring to that in the artist's signature, it looks like it's 18 or 19. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a new <laughs> piece. Yeah. yeah. No, it looks like it's just two bits that are just being slapped together. So say, hey, there's Mirage and there's Grimlock just in case you forgot who they are so in case you don't know what they look like um and there's my cat joining us on the um <coughs> joining us on the desk as well um hey so grimlock is not actually a not actually a character in beast wars he was just a toy uh that's correct yeah he wasn't okay. he wasn't in the tv show he was in the shattered glass beast wars but that's like a unique comic story from the collectors club somewhere in the 20 teens um but yeah, I've I've actually got a toy of Beast Wars Grimlock. Bastard has yellow pl gold plastic syndrome. Oh really? Oh okay. Well, so it looks like he might have some uh, might have some gold legs uh, if if this uh, mock up would be anything to go by. But um, mm. and do you have any do you have any thoughts on why he might be paired up with Mirage? Nothing I can think of. Like I said, the I think. Grimlock in Beast Wars was actually like the 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 toy in the Beast Wars line was actually G1 Grimlock. So I'm and I don't even think they had a scene together in the cartoon. Did were, did they have a conversation in the comics, Jason? I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, a Grimlock and Mirage maybe at some point, but like not not a Beast Wars version. Um, mm. The the other the other the other piece that's interesting here is that uh, there's been rumours of an Earth mode Mirage coming in Kingdom for a while. Could this be could this be a slightly modified uh, Mirage over his Siege uh, appearance? It could be an Earth mode version. How would it I, like I'm I've only seen the um, War for Cybertron Mirage, but from what I can remember, it looked pretty Earth modey. He is kind of he, like he's he's obviously sort of like a Formula One vehicle, but he's got quite a lot of bulk at the back that uh, I think people in, people imagine in an Earth mode would probably be a little bit more smoothed out and a little a little bit lower. Um, have you do you have a do you have a, a War for Cybertron Mirage there, Tony? Uh, I, I do have one, but I don't have it here. It's uh, stored away. But, yeah, that, that was the thing that sort of stuck out for me about this two-pack because clearly it's a new um, subline that they're trying to create, this battle across time stuff. But it, it, it struck me that I had just assumed it was going to be a siege mirage for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it was the 20 steps that you change, but I figured <laughs> that we... <laughs> 
Wait, you remember, I think it, you, you've remembered the number of steps it takes to change Mirage? Well, I know. I looked on the back of the box when um, ah. uh, when I first got it, <clears throat> and I just remember 20 for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but it makes me think that if it was an Earth Mode version, I mean, yeah, maybe it's still the same number of steps. I don't know. I don't know why I keep thinking it's a Siege one, though. Because maybe it's because we haven't heard any rumours of an Earth Mode version of Mirage. It's always been Earth Mode Sideswipe. Um, no, yeah, no, 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 we've, no we've, we've definitely heard an Earth Mode Mirage. Route. Have we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, so it's it's hard to say whether it's rumor or conjecture, right? Because people people have looked at Mirage in Siege and just gone, well, he's not quite an Earth Mode. So uh, seeing how other figures are being sort of easily retooled and updated from their Cybertronian mode into an Earth Mode, mm. there's an assumption that Mirage will be up for that process as well. But to Bradley's point before, like, what would you change on the Siege version? I, I feel like there's not much you would do, really. I mean, maybe changing some of the stickering because there was like Cybertronian, um, mm. you know, uh, language on the side of him. Um, other than that, I just can't see. Maybe put the twenty six on and that's it. I think some of the bulk at the back um, probably needs okay. to, needs to needs sort of trimmed down to be more F one accurate. But then there's also a question of licensing whether they do that or not. Yeah. I think when I saw the um, kibble for War for Cybertron Mirage, that's why I stuck with Henke Mirage because he's like a little stick. Right. <laughs> Henke, Henke Mirage is like a really, a really, really tall, lanky version of Mirage. Like he's also not quite. He's also not quite. A, 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 you know, the, the one. That he's not aerodynamic in. Yeah, he's not aerodynamic in car mode either. But you know, <laughs> he seems alright. So like yeah. um, it it seems like we might be getting a new a new set of collections. Um, maybe if the if these are happening, maybe they'll start them earlier in the year so that they don't run into the next uh, run into the next toy line as they have with the uh, the Earthrise versions. But let's remember that um, Botropolis, the final set, just came out last month, even though Kingdom is already in full swing. So it's been a bit of a it's the release of these has been a little bit of a mess, but uh, you know they're getting there. So hopefully, hopefully, if there's going to be a, a collection like this on Amazon, they'll be ready to go earlier this year. This is quite an, an interesting subline, though, isn't it? <clears throat> Tying War for Cybertron with Beast Wars together in in these little two packs, and you know the other one that was on that list you you showed before, Jace, was the Sideswiper Night Prowler one. Uh, and Night Prowler, I'm assuming again, is a is a Beast Wars character. Bradley, is that right? Yeah. No. Oh no. Okay. At least it's not in. Um... It could be in the comics, or just it could just be a toy. But no, there's no Night Prowler in the Beast Wars cartoon. Oh, okay. Because that picture's I, I, showing something looks very, very much like Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, they've I, already I, got Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think this might be a digi bash of Night Prowler, possibly possibly based on one of the Fun Pub figures. Um, right. I, mean, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm not familiar enough with the source material for that. Hmm. But if, if the subline is going to mean that we do get Earth Mode versions of um, some of the Siege or, um, see, sorry, some of the Siege characters, uh, but we have to sort of pay a little bit extra to get a Beast Wars character that arguably some of us don't want, then I'm actually happy to do that. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was going to say, like, if I, if I want an Earth Mode Mirage, I now need to take, take a, a Velociraptor Grimlock as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like the Ratchet and Lifeline. Like, I know a lot of people liked Lifeline, but I, I personally didn't. And so when I got my, my Ratchet, I just uh, sold it uh, immediately. So, sorry, sold the Lifeline immediately and kept the Ratchet. Um, don't know if other people did that as well, but, yeah, it's interesting. I sort of looked at Lifeline. I was like, 
why do I have you? And then I, I legit didn't know she had a gun until I saw it in the instruction manual because that thing is transparent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what the hell are you doing with your guns? Yeah. Uh, it, it is interesting, the, the trend of sort of making uh, transparent versions of weapons, uh, especially when mm. they're so small as they are with the, with, uh, the, the RC mold. Uh, I did see something else recently where... Um, uh, there was another figure I, I, I opened up recently where the, the weapon was transparent, but I can't remember what it is now. Anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. Um, we don't we don't really know too much about the Battle Across Time set, uh, but uh, we will find out more in the fullness of time. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Studio Series 86. The, some of these stories have been, uh, have been around the internet for a little while, so... Uh, if they are slightly old news, it's because we didn't do an episode last week. Uh, we are seeing, I, I would say, more than rumours. We're seeing leaks of the the next, se- the second Studio Series 86 leader, uh, which is going to be Slag, whether or not he's renamed sl- uh, to Slug or anything. We'll, we'll find slug. out. Probably Slug, yeah. But uh, we are looking. We are looking forward to the second of our the second of our leader class Dinobots coming along in the Studio Series Studio Series eighty six wave, which I feel like it should be due for release shortly because uh, we've had we've had the Studio Series eighty six figures on shelves since December. That's uh, that's a, a good yep. That's a good four months now. Um, so it, it is about time for the next wave to come out. Uh, so Slug being a leader class figure, he does come with a a small a small wheelie like. Uh, wheelie like character uh which is said to be daniel i'm looking for the photo of daniel there yeah um, he's very wheelie like in that his legs are locked into position and um he's very buzzworthy spike like in that his exosuit doesn't show a face whatsoever yeah but at least now you can recreate all those times slag and daniel had adventures together mm. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. finally or you can create your new adventure where Slag and Humpty Dumpty decide to uh, go on adventures together. <laughs> it would be a, it would be a terrible shame if they had a great fall. Uh, <laughs> what would all the king's horses do? They'd have scrambled well, I, eggs. I, I'll tell you what, they certainly wouldn't put Daniel together again. <laughs> But this is this is hilarious because like you know, it's a good callback to the beginning of the podcast when you talked about buzzworthy bumblebee because I remember we had this discussion on the podcast several months ago about um, the fact that they couldn't paint uh, Spike's face in this little egg shape and they're obviously not doing it for Daniel here um, and they're just repeating the same formula but putting it on uh, what looks to be Wheelie's body <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's still unattractive to a lot of people I would imagine yeah so I I know that there's been there have been people who've been so upset about the the wheelie figures articulation that like people have come up with 3d prints yes yeah um like sort of cut through there and and place a hinge into the leg to allow him to stand up and it's like it's wheelie who cares yeah just get the titans returns wheelie that's probably like the definitive classics wheelie anyway very much, very much. Yeah. Do you guys think so? Because I, I looked at it as a, as a substitute and I just couldn't get into it. I just felt it wasn't as close to the cartoon as it could have been. It's not, it's not very close to the cartoon, but like it's, mm. a, it's, a well, it's a well-articulated small figure that like when you look at it, it is, it's, it's obviously wheelie. Yeah. And it, but in fact, he's probably closer to the cartoon than like any other toy for him. But yeah. Definitely right. the so, G1 toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But slag, so, yeah. I mean, guys, this is a fantastic. This is so good. 
Um, he, does, he, he does look good, doesn't he? Yeah, there's a great mm. picture of him standing next to Grimlock, which I think is picture eight, uh, Jace, on the screen. Oh, sorry, in robot mode, I meant. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, that, and uh, the only very, very small nitpick that I would come up with is that I thought that Slag is a little little more shorter than Grimlock. This one kind of looks like almost head height is the same um, in terms of scale. And you know I'm a stickler for scale. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking this is going to be like the third time that we're going to talk about <laughs> angles and shit like that. Um, I should, I'm, also I that flag, I'm sorry for raising the scale question. I'm sorry. actually does stand uh, sort of eye to eye with Grimlock. Yeah, there's another, the there's another photo okay. where you can sort of yep. see them there. Um, okay, okay. So I, I, I will I will say in episode in photo eight Slag's legs are further apart, um, mm-hmm. but also uh, I, the other thing I noticed about ep- the episode about photo number eight is Grimlock has a sword. Yeah, that's the third party one. Yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, clearly it's a third party sword because like he didn't come <laughs> with one, but yeah. Nah. Um, the other thing that the other thing that this sort of makes me makes me see is that. Um, it feels like Slag is sort of very, very, very prominently a rework of Grimlock here. Like, like there's there's obviously like bits and stuff that are changed, but like, I mean, why would you make it any different? There's not really that much that needs to change on it. But like, you can that see like the there's the waist is quite similar. Um, the, the they do the, have the leg and the foot design is a bit different. Sort of similar transformations too. Like their legs both clap together and fold over to form the back of their dinosaur mode yeah and... but does the chest come down like like on grimlocks that gold section of the chest you pull f- out and then down uh does does that happen on slag as well i can't remember I'm not, slag you just that his chest piece is just his triceratops jaw that's all oh, that is. okay okay yeah yeah i'm i'm not sure that that's i'm not sure that that's the case in this one like it, the, yeah. the chest piece looks slightly different but um, the other the other thing that I sort of I feel like the the chest piece coming down on the on the eighty six Grimlock that's sort of a because he stands upright as as a T Rex whereas um, Slag Slag's going to be down on all fours. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right actually because I just see in the I can see in the background photo number four actually has a very unusual shot underneath Slag looking up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, so that the head must like, disappear, and then that looks gold like the, jaw. Yeah, it looks like the jaw probably goes up into the upper mouth, and then yep. the head sort of flips up, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks like And then the gun sticks in his little tail. Look at that. <laughs> That's a place to keep it's a, his gun. It's, 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 better than the, it's better than the place you keep the gun on Grimlock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the back, that, thing, yeah. that thing confuses the shit out of anyone who's trying to figure out how to store it. Yeah, but they look great together. They look great together. They do. Oh my god, that's amazing. This this is making me. This is making me hopeful that the rumor about the Dinobots will be true. That we'll be getting Grimlock, Slag, and Sludge as leaders, and Snarl and Swoop as voyagers, because that would be perfect. Really, I mean, Swoop as a voyager compared to a leader class. Yeah, I, I, th- I think small. that's okay because his his wingspan his, his wingspan yeah. sort of make up for the smaller body. I had okay, heard yeah. I had heard that we'd be getting four leaders and Sweep would be a Voyager, but um, like I'm kind of I'm I'm not really I'm not really too fussed about the um, 
about whether or not they'll all be leaders or not. If they're coming out at this pace, yeah. it's going to be like another year and a half before this set is finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, do you know, uh, you mentioned, though, that four are meant to come out plus swoop. So that was the thing that made me a little bit nervous about this whole line because these are still SS86 movie type figures, right? And you know how Snarl didn't really appear in the movie. He was in the movie. <laughs> Right, but only for like a split second. But I'm just wondering that's whether they were gonna. Yeah, we know, know what his will be. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Autobot City, the mm. wrecked Autobot City. <laughs> yeah. So as long as they do come through with a snarl, then I'll be happy. But that, that's this little niggling doubt in the back of my mind that they will stick too closely to the SS86 movie and just leave snarl out completely. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. We'll have to. We'll have to see. Mm. Um, so uh, Studio Series eighty six slag is it is it a is it a great Dinobot or the greatest Dinobot? Great, Bradley. Great, great, great. Tony, great. Yep. Yeah, yeah right. great, great. Is he is he is he on your is he on your two buy list? Yes, without a doubt. I would put him above Rekgar coming out for me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm really I'm really not I'm really not too sure what that Rekgar is going to be like. But, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. We'll see. I just don't know. I don't know how they're going to deal with Rekgar's cannon nipples. I feel like that's going to be a very controversial part of the toy. Well, as as we were talking about, there's a woke culture that um, <laughs> transformers <laughs> these. Right. No, I don't know. I don't care. Um, like I, I think that I think that's a fairly. I'm going to say prominent part of yes. Rekgar's design. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's much much loved, much adored. Um, my eyes are up here. That kind of thing. <laughs> Um, At the same time, I would be happy if we just got like a slightly large, slightly reworked version of the reveal of the shield wreck guy, because that guy was cool. Mm. Yeah, I, so I feel like I feel like they've gone to the well too many times with that mold over the years, but um, I don't like making that mold larger is a new mold, and I don't think yeah. they I don't think they'd really. I don't, I don't think they'd go there, but I don't it's know. just it's just my experience with that mold is when it like twice because I've had like a couple of versions of that mold. Twice when I've been transforming it, the automorph forces the handlebars to to break out of the plastic. Mm. So that's why I'm saying keep that robot mode because it doesn't have the the handlebar tits and <laughs> 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 just tweak the handlebar transformation so it doesn't break and you've got me sold. Mm. I feel like we might get mm. a new figure. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'd like to see, though, is we've got Scourge and then we're going to get some sweeps as well, which I can't really understand the difference. But um, with Rekgar, what would be great to see is that you get like a whole bunch of Junkions as well. So that becomes like the little army builder's uh, dream. <laughs> you got your sweeps. Yeah. And you oh, could also, they could also have it like, um, you know, like a feature like Cup. Where you can just sort of take them apart and swap parts with them. Yeah, there you go. Actually, that that would be cool for Rekgar and for other yeah. Junkions if they were to do them as well. I, mm. it actually that that actually sort of makes me wish that. Well, so the rumor is that Rekgar's a Voyager, but if they did Rekgar at a deluxe scale, like that would actually be pretty cool. Um, yeah. mm. They could also then do sort of other, you know, maybe maybe one or two other Junkions. Um, Shattered glass Junkions. <laughs> no, I know, I know they'll they'll avoid that. Although it would it would give them a mold to use for shattered glass junkions, and they do seem to like erasing fun pub shattered glass figures from the history. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Let's move yeah. on. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, wanted to talk a little bit about um, some promotional packs that have been sent out to media over the last uh, 
the last little while. Uh, the Allspark and uh, TFU.info have been kind enough to tweet uh, some photographs of the uh, of the sets. We've got the we've got the tweets from the Allspark up at the moment. Um, the the promotional packs contain some Wave Two figures from the Kingdom line, uh, issue number one of the IDW Beast Wars comic, and some really nice still artwork prints that are they they they're promotional promotional images sort of for the the Netflix show. Um, a lot of these came up as Netflix branded prints a few weeks ago, uh, but now they've sort of now they're just sort of um, surfacing with a, a Kingdom War for Cybertron trilogy branding, and um, so if I, if I, if I go through here, so we'll see a, a, a couple of the photos. Um, you have to, you have to. My apologies for my computer being really, really slow at responding to clicks. But uh, there we go. So, the, so we can see the first, uh, the first art print. There shows the arc, uh, you know, either crash landing or just crash landed as well. With a, uh, it looks like Cheetor uh, watching it in the watching it in the foreground. <laughs> Uh, yep. And of course, you see the comic there as well. There's the Nemesis having crash landed somewhere in the jungle, which could be setting the scene for sort of how the Autobots and the Decepticons play out in um, play out in uh, in Kingdom, and how they might necessarily work. And you can also see at the bottom of that image there's Inferno and Air Razor, uh, <laughs> the, the the toys there as well. Now, um, this one I actually really like this artwork. Um, I, re I wish I could see the whole thing. I think we have seen it linked before though. Uh, sort of showing the nemesis pursuing the ark through a, through a volcanic section of earth um, and the ark is very clearly on the run striking some rocks and, and things like that um, and then we get to we get to this this shot at the end now this one's this one I find quite interesting it sort of looks like a throne room of some kind and you can see that it's got prime and megatron standing um, Sort of standing, you know, standing in in front of it. Prime looks fairly disinterested, but Megatron's ready for a fight. Mm. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I I I found I found that artwork quite interesting. We could be looking at some some kind of spoilers or something for the the future of the future of the Netflix show. Uh, we'll go back. We'll go back. Go along to the the second the second tweet, which shows a picture of the outside of the box. Um, I really like the artwork on the outside of the box as well, showing. Uh, the so the G one characters and the Beast characters side by side, um, so like we've got Cheetor there, we've got Primal, Prime, Bumblebee, Tigertron, Air Razor, RC, and I don't know I don't know what's going on with this. Rat here. Trap. I think, I think that's meant to be Rat Trap, but it does not look like a rat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It looks it looks like a it looks like a, I don't know some. It looks it looks like a, a it's a very large rat like let's let's put it that way um, so yeah and then uh, a bit more of a look at what's inside there's a, a beast wars a beast wars 25 years um, DVD it looks like inside which I don't know if we've actually don't know if we've heard from any of the any of the outlets that received this yet what's on the DVD um, and yeah so there's the there's Inferno and Air Razor might be the only figures that were in there. I think it's quite amusing that in sending out something to promote to promote the uh, the, the Beast Wars uh, figures, they've sent a G one character. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> you think you think maybe they could send Optimus Primal uh, and, and Air Well, Razor there is an Inferno in Beast Wars, but obviously not this character. It ain't this one, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's not this one. <laughs> uh, oh, and apparently it looks like there's two of the. Uh, Two of the Netflix War for Cybertron uh, figures as well. So there's there's a Cheetor and the uh, the Black Ironhide Desus Army drone. 
So yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, let's just take a take a moment to acknowledge the fact that Hasbro sent out a suggested hashtag which the AllSpark didn't use. So. <laughs> well, well speaking done. of OCD things, can I point out two things yes. about these pictures yes. that really Please. annoy me? Really annoy me. Can you go to is the it first? Is it, um, is, is, it, is it that they're in they're in portrait, not landscape? Uh, no, <laughs> that would have been good. If you go to the first one where the arc is crashed, you know that concept art, the first photo yeah. you showed. Uh, I need to go back to this one. Yep. Yeah. So, how many uh, exhaust turbines or little circles do you see at the back of that arc? Five. Five. Okay. Now, how many, how many are there on the toy? On the toy? Yeah. Four. <laughs> how, how many? How many are there in all the cartoon that we've seen? Because, like, you got to remember this. This was probably commissioned artwork before they designed the toy, right? Right, right. Which they're probably based on it. I get it. But I just that really it really bugs me. I don't know why. Because then you're you're selling the kingdom toy of the ark, and you're selling also not selling, but you're you're putting out this concept art of something that doesn't match the toy at all. Not an unusual uh, complaint to make about this uh, this cartoon that in Earthrise didn't show any Earth mode uh, figures either. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing that really bugs me is if you go to that photo that you were talking about on the box, you know the, the actual lid of the box that yep. had that, that trilogy artwork. Um, that is the same picture that is normally on the side of any of the Kingdom Deluxes or Voyages or, or whatever boxes that we buy. Oh, yeah, but, there it is. Yeah, but if you look at uh, Prime's hand, in this figure that Jace is showing, he's pointing at somebody, uh, but in yeah. all the other figures he's holding a gun for some reason. He's got his and that rifle. really bugs me. <laughs> They're completely different. It's actually really interesting. Hang, hang yeah. on a second. I'm just going to put Bradley's um, view up full screen mm. there. Right. So. Oops. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah. That, that's 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 what we want to see. It's so. It's the same, but a little bit different, right? Like Rat Trapper's Rat Trap's position is different, but yeah. No, I, I I see. I definitely see what you mean. I think it's probably been like formatted a little bit differently for a widescreen. So like each of the items. Oh, look, 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 Yep, five exhaust. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> How, look, there, there may yet be a center exhaust on the toy that breaks apart when, yeah. when you see it transform. We, but why would they need to change the gun for a finger? It's such a very random kind of thing. It, it doesn't really make it a more, um, more international uh, market friendly. Okay. But this box yeah, yeah. isn't going out to people. It's just going out to press kit people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Um, it's so. I mean, look, maybe maybe there's just some options. Like the people who drew it were like, well, hey, you know, we'll give you a version of Prime with a gun in hand. And if so, if Prime was holding a gun, then he would cover Air Razor, right? So like, that's maybe that's just more for the composition of this image. Bradley had the taller version, and Air Razor would have been higher up in the sky, right? So maybe maybe that's why. No, Prime is higher up on the box and yeah, then Prime, air raises sort of down yeah if right. um prime had his rifle in the other photo he'll be yeah. completely covering air razor yeah that's true yep anyway actually prime, yeah prime, prime is actually a little bit different really like he's he's on more of an angle on the um on that that shot anyway anyway <laughs> So that's my OCD put to bed for tonight. Thank you for indulging <laughs> fair me. Enough. No, fair enough. That's, that's, that's all right. It's, a, it's, always, it's, always good to, it's always good to get out the OCD and give it a bit of a work, right? You that's know, right. That's, that's good. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... Um, Can I put this uh, down now? You may, yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. that, that, that's the layout we want. 
cool. Um, yeah, we're going to... I don't really have that much to say about it. Um, I, I do find it amazing that uh, the AllSpark has hashtagged it with hashtag free product. <laughs> <laughs> but at least that, they at know least where their bread's buttered. <laughs> at least at the same, at least at the same time, they said thank you, thank you to at Hasbro, whom I've never actually seen respond to a tweet. But yeah, that's good. Um, so anyway, I, I think it, I think it's, I think it's good to see this kind of stuff happening, right? Because I feel like this is something that's only started happening in Transformers space in maybe the last two or three years, not necessarily as a COVID thing, but. I do think that we've seen Hasbro actually sort of start to take a take a notice of their sort of super fans online and the people who are driving traffic to their sites or, or dri- you know driving people to purchase their products. Like we have seen them taking better care of sites like TFW, sites like the AllSpark, and sites like Cybertron by actually sending them press kits and you know interesting interesting boxes of things when toys get released instead of sort of making instead of making those people who do work hard for your for your page views and and work hard for your uh, your attention instead of making them go out and fight with everyone else in the in the market for their toys like everyone else they actually do send them these figures. Uh, I I think it's I think it's nice to see Hasbro start to appreciate the the news sites that um that you know are doing a lot for them. Now we should be clear, of course, that this is in the UK or is it America? No, it's the US. US, okay. But far be it for Hasbro Australia to do the same thing and send something to Jace of the Transformers no. Collectors Club Australia, right? That would never happen. No, I, would it? I, so I, I I don't I don't think that would happen. Um, one so one. Well, Hasbro Hasbro Australia does know who we are, but also Hasbro Australia has a much better relationship with Osformus. Um And I'm pretty sure. I was sure going to say Griffin will probably get it, wouldn't he? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe Griffin right. might po- Griffin might post this in a couple of days' time. He might he might have gotten it as well. Um, I wouldn't expect. I w- so I wouldn't expect Hasbro to send anything like this our way because we don't publish news. Like all all yeah. we do is all we do is go through other people's news and talk about it. So like I, yeah I, I I wouldn't expect this kind of thing to happen. Um, so yeah. Anyway, there's that. We can mm. we can still we can still look upon it with uh, little green eyes. <laughs> and like I mean like ultimately when it comes down to it, everyone's everyone's jealous when someone else gets a free toy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. On the on the note on the note of jealousy, uh, let's go and let's go and talk about masterpiece. We have seen that Masterpiece Skids and his uh, and his uh, erstwhile uh, repaint uh, erstwhile is probably the wrong word um, and his repaint reboost uh, are coming out in the next few months. Like I say, next few months. I actually think it might be I think it might be more November. Um, but we are starting to see a lot of press and a lot of images circulated from Takara Tomy, and uh, this is one of the this is one of the ones that's come out in the last couple of weeks showing the G one. G1 Skids, who is, I gotta admit, is a character that I don't spend a lot of time looking at or thinking about in his G1 incarnation, and um, putting him next to his next to his masterpiece. A couple of interesting facts came out when uh, in the last couple of weeks when Skids has, has uh, sort of had his coming out party. The same designer from uh, Takara has worked on the... Yeah, yeah, come on, laugh it up. Um, <laughs> 
the same the same design for, for a guy who claims car. to not know anything about skids you seem to know a little too much about yeah, skids, yeah. when was this party jason <laughs> uh the, the the part the party was spread across all the uh figure magazines and things like that and, I, I, and i'll be getting i'll be getting to i'll be getting to more of the uh more of the availability shortly um so yeah so the same the same designer designed the original g1 skids toy as designed the masterpiece so I like I reckon I reckon that's that's a great little bit of continuity. Um, yeah. Honda is of course very happy to sort of celebrate the um, celebrate the uh, I think it's twenty or thirty no, no, wouldn't be twenty must be thirtieth or thirty fifth anniversary of the the city uh, the, the 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 car that uh, is Skid's alt mode. Um, so Honda's very very happy to celebrate him with two figures coming out this this year. There's the blue Skid's figure and there's the red Reboost figure. Reboost also comes with the little motorbike um, or bi- bike uh, attachment that came with some of the uh, some of the recolors of Skids. Didn't come with Skids, but did come with uh, some of his repaints, and um, does fit into the into the back of Skids. The G1 Skids uh, G1 Skids character uh, does have a, a boot that can actually be uh, opened up, and the and the bike can sit in the back of it. Uh, so we expect that we expect that the masterpiece version will have much the same thing. Uh, as far as um, as far as Skid's availability, uh, he is also a bit of a breath of fresh air. Uh, he is available for pre-order for as low as a hundred dollars from some places around the internet. So uh, he's a very reasonably priced masterpiece figure in in these days of sort of like three or four hundred dollar masterpieces, mm. and uh, it's. It makes makes me wonder whether or not whether or not Takara's sort of listened to the criticism of of the masterpiece line over the last couple of years in terms of its uh, its price increases versus its uh, versus its relative quality issues, and whether or not they've actually taken some action to to deal with that. Um, or it could to, just be they have no faith in selling skids. Oh, I, I I think I think I think this has proven quite popular for them. Um, okay. There's been quite a lot of anticipation for the the, the figure coming out, and um, yeah, I think I think the more I see this figure, the more I like it. Um, what, what what do you guys think looking at this photo? It's uh, an interesting looking toy. I'm not going to lie, um, but at the same time, I'm not a masterpiece collector, um, so I think I've got um, the the Toys R Us reissue of G1 Skids, and um, I remember liking the toy but at the same time you know it's a character who only appeared in two cartoons and had one line um but i think you spoke about him last time as well jason he wasn't very prominent in the comics either is that right uh there was there was definitely there was definitely um a role for skids in the comics which is um fairly prominent but yeah Hmm. um tiny what, what are your thoughts on this figure uh, you know what? I, I'm a little bit on in two minds about it because in, in robot mode, he looks amazing, by the way. Um, but as a, I don't collect, I'm like Bradley, I don't collect masterpieces, so, so that's fine. But also just the character itself, when I think of season two G1, I don't think of skids at all because he barely mm. featured, right? So mm. it's hard to get excited about a character that you never really had that much of an interest in, in the first place. And I wish I read the comics, Jace, because then I would probably be a bit more interested because it sounds like he was a featured character in, in the comic storylines. Yeah, and actually, the one thing that, one thing that sort of strikes me about, uh, about this is, 
like I don't think we're looking at I don't think we're looking at a figure that is sort of much of a prototype like a, maybe a painted prototype but the the pink beams on either side of um on either side of the the head holding up the uh, the windscreen at the back mm. that seems that seems slightly out of place for um for the the character however it does all it does seem to sort of harken back to his comics uh, appearance and artwork where around the time you would have seen in a lot of the uh, idw artwork a lot of the characters had sort of power lines pulsing through them and glowing and um skids skids sort of had these pink lines that sort of went sort of a, in a diagonal shape around the bonnet and i wonder if that's a slight nod to to that mm. appearance of the character or we're looking at a prototype that happened to be printed pink and it will be blue on the final release we'll, we will see that's, the, the that's other, a lot of color for a prototype though yeah yeah but i mean if you if you if you are 3d printing and and things like that like you you do want the pieces to be quite prominent and easy to easy to match up um the other thing that the other thing that i sort of the other thing that catches my eye about this now is that uh there appears to be a bit of a a bit of a disconnect between the blue on the arms and the blue of the body as well i also noticed is the chest slightly crooked or is it just me like if you look at his abs it looks. It, it, it could. It could be. That could just be a sign that we're looking at a prototype as well. Yeah. It does. But this all could seem be another. Together nicely. This could be another sunstreaker <laughs> coloring issue where the, there's there's <laughs> one shade <laughs> of the body. The thing is, so this um the the glass is blue plastic as well, so there wouldn't mm. be oh no, there'll still be a color discrepancy, but. Look, yeah. Looking at the um looking at the the G one and the um and the masterpiece side by side in alt mode, it does make me wonder whether whether Honda specified the blue color for this one. What you think they've got like a patented blue color for their Honda? Probably. Like if you're licensing the, if you're licensing the the vehicle and you're celebrating its anniversary, they probably want you to get the color right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I think this also feeds a bit more into the prototype uh, possibility because that front section just looks like it's been chewed on. Yeah, there's quite there's quite a mess around the uh, around the the door and yeah, I I, I think you I think you're right. I think we're we're definitely looking at prototypes here. Yeah. So anyway, um, masterpiece skids and reboost are available for pre-order around the place now. Um, we've seen have you pre-ordered up, them? I certainly have. Um, we've seen them, <laughs> seen them go up on a number of number of retailer sites. Uh, so yeah, they're definitely around. Mm. Are you looking forward to uh, having them as a permanent collection, or just passing through? No, the, the, this will this will become this will be a permanent one in my collection. What for about- all of the um, for all of, for all of the fetching we do about um, how we'd like to see them do new characters and new lines and stuff. No, I'm totally there for the G1 masterpieces. Thank you very much, Don. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. How do you feel about um, Reboost? Uh, Reboost is on order as well. Um, I. Re- it's it's quite a, it's it's kind of funny, right? Reboost comes with more accessories than skids, so and Reboost is the one that comes with the little bike, and so yeah. like it's it's obvious they was they're sort of trying to find a re- find a give people a reason to purchase Reboost as well as skids. So like you know, bring in double the cost. It's kind of um, I think it might be the first time we've actually seen Takara re- announce a figure and and its and its repaint at the same time. Like yeah, usually they leave a respectful three-month distance between them. Yeah, like the Seekers never all came out together. 
No, but they are releasing all the Seekers in quick succession. So oh, okay. uh, the new Starscream will come out in July. Thundercracker is October. And um, I'm not sure if they've got a date on Skywarp yet, but I, I think it will either be December or January. So whereas in the past we had to wait years to complete the Seekers, this time mm. out they go. Actually, I've got a silly question. These these two are separate, aren't they? They're not being released in the same box, Skids and Reboost? Uh, they can definitely be ordered separately, so I, I, I assume okay. that they will ship in separate boxes. All right. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Let's, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Unicron. Uh, I believe Unicron is a... Uh, a a thing that has been happening for for people, uh, Bradley. You've you've got your Unicron this week. Have I? Did you? You put it. You, you put it in oh, the yeah, there. There he is. There he is. He's behind you. I, yeah. I I can't. There's an icon over that part of your screen, so I couldn't see it. Um, no. And um, Tony, you're you're not getting a Unicron. No, no, I got one. Uh, you got one three weeks yeah. ago now. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. Sorry. No, that's um, okay. So so this this. Uh, there's been much made of the fact that you can detach the shell pieces from Unicron mm. and um, pretty much mostly form a planet, uh, a planet mode, so that you could have the robot mode standing next to the planet mode. Now, there are obvious gaps in that if you do it, and this, this new uh, 3D printed upgrade kit uh, seeks to fill those gaps so that you can actually... Uh, I, think, I think we talked about this and we did say, hey, someone will make a 3D printed uh, rear panel to fill the, uh, <laughs> fill the place where the hands sort of go, go together in the butt. And yep. um, certainly that's what they've done here. So this, this piece forms a large, a large beam apparatus that sits in the, in the core of the planet, attaches onto the stand, and then holds a, holds a piece in place uh, where Unicron's hands would be if, once the robot's been removed and then uh, reaches out and stabilizes, stabilizes it on the, um, on the outer, on the outer ring. So, with this, you should be able to, uh, I think it's five or six screws to detach the outer plates, um, reattach them and reassemble them around this. And hey presto, you've got a, a planet mode Unicron and a robot mode Unicron without having to buy two $850 Transformers. What do you guys think? Is this something you might want to do for display? Um, probably not. I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> so, I'm still deciding which mode I'm going to be keeping Unicron in, you know, because he's... Why uh, choose? Here's my pitch for you. Both. <laughs> I don't want it's to a take anyway, the I, screw... it's, it's, a, it's, it's a short pitch, I'll grant you, but yeah. Yeah, I don't want... <laughs> Elevator here's, pitch. Here's, yeah. The, um, here's the even shorter um, rejection. I don't want to take a screwdriver to a nearly $900 transformer I had to wait 18 months for to be realized. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. That's a, it's a, so this is this is also a legitimate concern that I've seen around the internet with people who have just spent that much money on uh, on a, a figure and are now contemplating uh, whether or not they want to actually go taking paint to it. Uh, there's been mm. there's been a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I dislike the fact that his his lower the teeth in his lower jaw aren't painted. A lot of people don't like the um, don't like the color of certain things. And then it's it's sort of like these people will go to the point of picking up a paintbrush and then just going mm, maybe not. I saw someone painted the uh, the inner maw of Unicron, not the not the outer ring I, part, but the I, chompy, I, chompy. I, I, I think I know who you're talking about as well. It's a, 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 gen, a gentleman on Twitter by the uh, name of Joshels. Uh, 
Mm. Um, and there's, there's lots of photos of Josh and myself sitting side by side at TF Nation. Um, so <laughs> Josh has uh, Josh has done an exemplary job of uh, applying some extra paint onto Unicron where it matters. He's um, he's not just painted the the inner sort of the the the, the, the crushy the crushy part of them of them all. He's also 3D printed uh, 3D printed a, a ring to sit over the over the grey part of it, and he's also started painting the I don't know I don't really know the name for them like globes spheres or in the cartoon there's obvious grey nodules on the rings around Unicron and the toy mm. those are there but they're just they're just orange so it's a detail that you can bring out if you want to put um, if you want to put a bit of uh, bit of paint on your nine hundred dollar figure you <laughs> would obviously need to be pretty confident uh, pretty confident in doing it and not spoiling it uh, and at this point I should also mention that this this uh, 3d printed upgrade kit because you would obviously use the rings as um, as the rings for Unicron it does come with replacement ring wings for his planet mode uh, for his for his robot mode and that's um, actually yeah. that's actually I'm, I'm gonna see if I like I'm gonna see if I can just sort of like find a still image of them in here because it's oh actually my god part, it's a part I can't I look at this ah! It's a part I don't really like uh, about this upgrade kit, and now, now I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you blew up YouTube. <laughs> I did. I, I did. It's gone full screen. I don't want to do this. So we'll go back. You know what? I'm just gonna, okay. So we got two golden rules now. Don't show your Google when you're on on yeah. stream, and don't mess around with YouTube videos live. <laughs> two, that, that yeah. I mean, the golden rule is pretty cruel, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just seeing if I can find it here. There's like, nah, 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 nah. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I I don't really like the 3D printed rings that come with this. I think if I was to purchase this kit, I might be, might be going elsewhere for someone to um someone to uh, 3D print me some different wings for his uh, robot mode, or I might not attach the wings to his robot mode because he will actually fit on the shelf better if I if I don't have. <laughs> are the um are the 3D printed wings like the same size as the original or are they like smaller to they look more... they look smaller i really wish i could find them i'm gonna have another look um they look smaller i i don't really like them they're sort of they're they're smaller and i'm just gonna put myself up um full full screen uh they're sort of they're they're more molded so that they come together at a point and they don't detach because they don't have to uh, if they're only sitting on yeah. this robot mode um yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't I don't really like it as much. I, I think it looks I think it looks a little bit clumsy. Mm. So yeah. Um, so so not a, not an upgrade that you guys are very interested in doing to your Unicrons. Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> I got to say I'm still. Um, uh, my confession is I haven't taken my Unicron out of the box. <laughs> I, I just right. I, <laughs> I can't do it because I know that it's going to be a huge investment of time to try and like because I, 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 as soon as I get it I want to change it into bot mode I don't want to keep it in planet mode um, but I know that I'm just going to have to spend time sitting down reading those ridiculous instructions that apparently everyone's been complaining about and then looking up yeah. YouTube videos to try and transform it instead <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if I can do that just yet I've got to build up true. to it. Um, on, the, on, on the Wednesday night video chats in TCCA, um, the, uh, Simon actually had his Unicron out, and he, I think he's got it down to. So he's got it down to about fifteen minutes from one mode wow. to the other. Oh wow! Um, okay, it's 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 pretty impressive to watch. Um, 
going from I think he said going from robot to planet takes a little bit longer, but um, planet to robot he's mm. he's got it down pat now. Nice. So he's nice. he's practicing it because when we go to supernova next month, uh, he wants to be able to transform it for people on the stand as a speed Fair forming enough. thing. <laughs> I, I don't oh. I don't think it, I don't think it will be speed forming. That'd be um, awesome. yeah, you got easy, you got easy yeah. mode of G one Optimus Prime and hard mode of Haslab Unicron. It's like yes. how long you got, guys? <laughs> did, I, did, did I did I did I tell you that when we did this when we did speed forming at uh, at Oz Comic Con? Hang on, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring this. So we didn't we didn't do much speed forming at Oz Comic Con, but. Um, we had it there so that people could do it if they if they felt comfortable, if they wanted to pick it up and, and have a go and see if they could set a time. And this guy's rocked up. He's like, oh, this looks great. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go. Blah, blah. And he sat down. And, Bear in mind, it's a G1 Optimus Prime. It's a knockoff G1 Optimus Prime. But, like, I feel like I feel like everyone is born with vestigial knowledge of how to transform <laughs> a G1 Optimus Prime. Yeah. And this guy's picked it up. And he's like, okay, cool. And I'm like, start the clock. And he sat there and he's looked at it for a while. He's like, oh, he's re- like he's really struggled with his uh, with his Optimus Prime, and he's like he's, he's he hasn't hasn't nailed it at all. I think the record's something like twenty seconds. And like after a couple of minutes, his mates come up to me as I'm I'm filming, it and he's like, mate, this one's really hard, isn't it? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, I, and and I'm, I've asked him like. Did you have you have you transformed the G one Optimus Prime before? He's like, no, I've never touched it before. I'm like, why did you enter a speed forming contest? For <laughs> I think he thought it was speed dating, maybe not speed forming. And mate, mate, that's just maybe, the thing you need to do before you get to the girls, something like that. Mate, maybe he thought, maybe he just thought that he got to transform it and we give him some speed. So I don't know. yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, so. Tony, let, let, let's fast forward the clock six months. Yeah. You've got Unicron yeah. out. You're very happy with him. Um, yeah. the, 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 the color of the moor is not a problem at all. Um, and, you know, maybe you've even gotten to the point where you might apply some paint um, and, yeah. and upgrade. Is, is that something that you might consider doing? Would you, would you now, consider Now, here, here's the deal, right? So mm-hmm. after spending 800-odd bucks on this thing, I don't fancy myself as a custom designer like Michael Fouché or anyone like that. So the idea of actually taking a screwdriver to something I've paid 800-odd bucks for and then disassembling <laughs> this thing just so I can have two different versions of Unicron sort of on my shelf, I'm okay with not having that. Fair <laughs> enough, I know fair that enough. I will break it. I will do something wrong to it. I'll create a stress fracture in the plastic somehow and then I will regret it for the rest of my life. So the answer you know, is no. Yeah, you know, I, I, on that, I got to say, there's a lot of there's a lot of good guides uh, around. Someone shared one in the in the group about a month or so ago about which screws to remove and how to do okay. it, and we, right. and like yeah. we, even which screwdriver to use. Um, it doesn't seem that hard, and okay. it doesn't seem that hard. And Are you going to be doing it, Jason? I'm giving it serious thought, and I'm also oh. giving I'm also giving purchasing this kit. Very serious thought, but I would like to see some changes to the wings. Or what, what I might, changes? I, I would like to uh, say so I, I, I have I've failed to I've failed to bring up the wings here to show you what they look like. But um, I just don't I just don't I, I don't like the the new wings design. And maybe maybe my cat is desperately trying to get out of the room. Um, yeah, I heard a meow. <laughs> maybe what I might end up doing 
uh, is just seeing if I can purchase it from somewhere without the wings and just dedicate dedicate the the rings onto the planet mode and just have him have him in robot mode without the wings. Mm. Never know, okay. maybe someone will come along with better better wings in the future. But you'd mm. be comfortable actually doing that disassembly and reassembly? Not by myself, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. I, I've, got, I I've got a mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah, call no, my dad. I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> dad, can you help? <laughs> um, yeah, like I say, I, I'm like, I, like, I, like I, think I, I think I know enough people who would be willing to get in and have a go at this that I would be, and also people that I trust not to mess around with, with like, you know, other people's transformers in a way that would damage them. Um, yeah. I think I think I do know enough people who I would be comfortable doing it together as a project kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, mm. let's talk about let's talk about maybe maybe the bar maybe the bar is too high and also I think this upgrade kit costs about a third of the price of Unicron. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you saved like, that I, to the end. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I I think it's I think it's like a couple of hundred or two or three hundred dollars. Um, uh, it's a it's a fair bit of 3d <laughs> printed material um yep. maybe wait for someone to cast it in resin the the um the the next part may maybe the maybe the bar for modifying unicron is too high with this of doing mm-hmm. doing a, a whole planet mode mod what about the eyes would you okay. would you cons- would you consider installing leds in unicron's eyes okay now nope. now i'm interested now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go all the way through that. But I'm gonna see if I see if I can find a good still of this. So I didn't. I didn't see the bottom of the video at first. I just sort of said this. Follow the following video is intended for an audience. It's like, well, aren't they all? That's. It's definitely. <laughs> look, the, of, of all the videos that I've watched, this is definitely the most recent. But yes. Um. So I'm just trying to find. So there we go. So this is this is a good idea about what Unicron's face and, and his head looks like with the uh, LED kit installed. So this is this nice. Is, this is really nice. This is this is this is following installation instructions from a dude on Etsy called 3D Emporium, and he sells these kits for about twenty bucks. They've been looked at by people who do this kind of thing and deemed extremely overpriced. I've still <laughs> ordered. I've still ordered one because like. I do not. I do not have the requisite skills. Like if I if I put my mind to it, maybe. Um, but I do not have the requisite skills to just conjure this stuff out of thin air. Go to JCar and purchase all the bits yeah. that are necessary to do it. I'm more than happy for someone to send me a kit to do it. So what we're talking about basically is um, undoing the back of Unicron's head and sort of jamming an LED into place. I don't think you put the LED in the eye socket. I think you actually put it between them so that it lights both eyes rather than being in both eyes. And um, the result is the result is pretty impressive. Um, it's uh, let's see if I can find that. Yeah. That is not at all. Now that idea. transforms him into robots in disguise, Galvatron. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so so there, there's a sort of a, a good look a good look at him there. There's there should be a shot of him in the dark somewhere around here. Uh, maybe not. There we go. <laughs> nice. So, it's, a, it's slightly <laughs> spooky, but yeah. Um. I'll, I'll tell you why me likey this one, because uh, this one is the detachable head that you can just adjust, right? So if I was to do this myself, which is more likely, uh, I mm. would probably, uh, I'll be more comfortable because there's less bits that I can screw up. 
right? This this can be it because the head is detachable. It's not interfering with the rest of that giant body. <laughs> that's yeah, <laughs> so, no, that's that's absolutely true. It's a smaller scale project. Yeah, um, and I'm. I, you know, I, I want to say that it's non-destructive, but I don't think it actually is totally non-destructive. Like, you probably do need mm. to do a bit of a mod, but the mm. mod is going to be inside the head. Bear in mind also, um, so this has sort of been designed for this to to work at some point because Hasbro did design Unicron's head with movable eyes. There is a switch on the back of the head, uh, which Bradley would know, but Tony wouldn't because Tony hasn't mm. opened his. Correct. There's a switch on the back of the head had to swivel around to move his eyes but with no no light piping or anything in unicron's eyes you sort of wonder why the fuck they did that mm-hmm. and so like 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 i'm saying earlier with the 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 sort of the the gray globes molded into the orange on unicron's wings it's almost as if they've sort of gotten this to the they've done this to a point and just gone right if people want to go further with this they might do it themselves and so this is one of the ways in which they're doing it themselves. Mm. Quick question though on this one. How mm. do you turn it on after you've done all the mod and you've screwed the back plate of his head on? How There'll do you just turn it on? There'll be a switch hanging out the back. Okay. I think there's a switch in his mouth, isn't there? Oh, there was a shirt there was a shirt and it looked like there was a shot and it looked like there was a white wire hanging down from his mouth. Maybe in the mouth, I don't know. Um, the the kit that I've the, the, the photos that I've seen there's a, a, a wire hanging out the back but um, oh, okay yeah I don't know there's Unicron's not, head yeah I'm not, <laughs> not going to play too much of too much of this oh there you go there's a, there you go oh, there's, there's a switch there, there. Okay. yeah so he's, yeah, right. he's put the switch there there might be there might be um, look uh, these will these kits will arrive in the next few weeks so like I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, Ooh. sounds good. Yeah, other like, other people have done it in their own way as well, and I, I think some of them don't mind that there's a switch hanging at the back of his head because there's already a switch on the back of his head, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. I just have a feel like if I were to try that, knowing my light, like the lights would somehow overheat and melt the head, or there would somehow be sparks <laughs> sparks shooting out of it. Say, look what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so while look while we're talking about Unicron and upgrades and stuff, like would you consider buying other other upgrades and stuff for Unicron? Like the the thing that the thing that I would really like to buy would be sort of some kind of a some kind of a, a mouth fire uh, fire mouth breath thing. Um, I think I put those words together in the right order um, <laughs> to sort of you know, to sort of in, indicate the way that he you know sort of like breathes fire on the ships as they're coming in to attack him and stuff. Would would that be an add on piece that you'd be interested in buying? I would be interested in like this is you know minimal interest hmm. um like it's a piece similar to what we're looking at here with the light up eyes if it was a separate head yeah yeah fair enough i i i, I also wonder if there's going to be sort of a bit of a market for replacement heads hmm. yeah they could have they could like actually make unicron a headmaster and really piss everyone off <laughs> <laughs> Or what if you put like a, a, a voice box inside a different Unicron head and it just speaks lines from the movie? We actually don't need to do that because we can just get Bradley to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah. I am Unicron. It is my destiny. Yeah, that's my favorite. You do not yeah. destroy <laughs> my destiny. Uh, see, that's spoken like someone who hasn't seen the movie in the last few months. Yes. No, I've seen it. 
Yeah. You should have gone to the Orpheum uh, in uh, in Cremorne and checked that out in Sydney, Bradley. I don't uh, know where the hell that is. <laughs> doesn't matter. You, that's where you should have gone. <laughs> okay. um, no, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. So, yeah, I, I also went to the uh, Orpheum recently as well. Hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it is interesting because some of the lines aren't quite delivered with the same intonation that we've all come to come to sort of uh, re- uh, you know, remember them with over the last few years. Do you know how close they came to not using Orson Welles at all? No. No. <laughs> they almost did not use Orson Welles at all. They were about to throw it out, and then they did the filter, which we all know and love now as Unicron, because he was half this, drunk, yeah. and, yeah, he was half drunk and not taking stage directions on how to read out lines, and they got what they got, and they were like, okay, we'll try and make something with this and they're about to throw it out and then they did the filter and yeah that's how we got unicron it's because he died a couple of weeks after the movie came out or maybe before but i remember reading an no, interview it was after after but i remember reading an interview yeah. where he was he was asked about before he died he was asked about what what projects he was working on and he talked about oh just some toy movie <laughs> that i'm working on i think that was eric idol wasn't it no no no, no, it, was no awesome it, was, it was awesome wells yeah yeah it was like, it was, uh, He's like I turn into a planet or some shit or something. Like he was yeah, just, but, but it, it just it just made me laugh because you sort of think about how it's so ingra- his voice, even though modulated, is so ingrained in the the minds of people our generation and and above uh, who watched the movie when they were kids. That had he known what that impact was, I I don't think he would have you know been so flippant about it. I don't, it's just it was quite a important role I think, and for his last one, definitely um, uh, puts him in the memories of a lot of people. I think I think it's interesting though because like looking at looking at the career that Orson Welles had before he uh, before he did Unicron, which would probably be considered a low point for for a man like that. Um, yeah. You know, like like he's not he's not remembered. He's not remembered for this role. Like he's remembered yeah. for. It's many, just remembered many, as many his myriad others. As his last role, but even then, well, it's sort I, of yeah. like. It's, yeah. it's not remembered as his last role. It's simply a statement no. of fact that it was his last role. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, anyway, um, so yeah, Unicron LED kit, something I have ordered. Am looking forward to, uh, am looking forward to uh, getting a hold of it and uh, seeing what we can, uh, what we can do. Um, I got, I got one more news story, and then I got like a, a five or a ten minute discussion piece that I'd like us to uh, tackle about Titans. And so let's. Let's get on to that very quickly. Um, New Age has gone slightly insane with the repaints. Um, <laughs> New, New Age's Seeker mold has been has proven very very popular with uh, with collectors everywhere, and um, like rightly so. Like New Age's stuff is just really really gorgeous. They're very small figures. They're very very well articulated, and uh, now that they've got a Seeker, they're they're not they're not not letting up. Uh, they are releasing three three new repaints they've announced um we are looking at the toy color starscream here and uh the toy color starscream will be joined by the um shattered glass slash action master thundercracker um design here which is a, a reference to the reference to the the um the old action master uh in a robot from his, uh, mm. his G1 Action Master incarnation, which was itself adopted as the Shattered Glass version of Thundercracker. Um, looks 
hot with all of these colors on it but also i <laughs> i have i have not invested into new ages seeker line uh and there is also uh, like every other seeker repaint uh, that set that's coming out they also have a red wing um who we last saw in the generation selects line as a siege seeker repaint as well um what do, what do you guys think are you, are you guys into new age seekers um i don't i, um, I don't know are, are you guys into many third party figures or legend scale figures at all I'm just interested that the uh, the shattered glass thundercracker could just be like an unpainted prototype. <laughs> just print it, print it, and all these pieces, break it apart, and then put it back together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think you know my stance on third party. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't really. But like, like, please do articulate. Uh, well, I'm not a huge fan of third party toys. I prefer to have official Hasbro Takara Tomy toys in my collection. Um, and at the same time, I don't... What scale were these, sorry? Uh, these are legend scale, so they're, they're, they're quite small. Okay. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a no from me. <laughs> so so uh, I, I, I gotta say, often when we're putting together items in the run sheet, I will sort of steer away from a lot of the third party figures because I feel like there's a lot of official news that comes out every week. But um, these mm. came up and caused a bit of a stir this week, so, which is why I put them in the run sheet. So, um, Tony, what, what what's your stance on third party figures and are the new age seekers something that appeals? Yeah, so, so my stance is very much using third party figures as gap fillers <clears throat> in terms of the... Um, the collection that I have. So a good example of that is Gears, uh, which obviously was going to get a Kingdom release, but didn't. It was pulled at the last minute. But I've still got my Magic Square Toys uh, gear, <laughs> Gears uh, figure. And he's, he's fine, like for what he is. He just stands there, looks, looks, looks great, and he scales well next to all of the other Kingdom slash Siege figures that I've got. Um, uh, but other than that, I just can't get too excited about these things because i know that they're not the official versions um I, I need to have the official cuts even though i must say these do look good and if i wasn't so wedded to official stuff i, I would probably buy them but i i can't get into it because i need the that official hasbro license logo sort of thing over the top <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair, fair enough so um they so they do come with quite a lot of accessories we can see the we can see the set there for uh thundercracker I do have some New Age figures. The new, uh, I gotta say, I feel like New Age is probably the best of the best of the manufacturers working at this scale. Um, mm. Some of the new Magic Square stuff is really giving them a run for their money, though, which is really nice because Magic Square hasn't always been quite there. But um, New Age's Seeker is really, really is fantastic. This... But it's an, it's just it's a bit too expensive for a little legend scale figure for me. Like each one of these is like fifty or sixty dollars. Wait, this, this is, is the legend same... scale. Yeah, these are tiny yeah. legend scales. Oh is this the God. same? Is this the same scale as uh, Iron Factory? Very similar. Um, yeah, okay. very similar. Oh, sorry. I thought this was like a deluxe or leader class size. This is legend no, scale. Wow. No, no. Okay. These are itty bitty bubby guys. There is a lot of articulation then in these things for a legend legend's uh, scale. Certainly uh, is. Certainly wow. Is, yeah. What, what's that's the probably, that's probably another reason why. Another reason why there's a high price because of the engineering. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the quality like, Jason? When you transform these things, like, is it does it feel flimsy or? Um, so my the main the main figure that I have is New Age Jazz. Yeah. Um, he's 
he's got he's got um, some amazing pieces that fold in upon themselves and fold out to transform but um i always find that the transformation is pretty solid um it doesn't it doesn't feel flimsy at all these okay. are the, the seekers are a very different the seekers are very different right um like you can sort of you can sort of see the type of plastic that they're made from from these photos and that's a little bit different to the the plastic that i've i've felt on jazz a lot of the right. time i think i think the body of these tends to be it seems like it's made from a softer plastic because jazz being the sort of like the vehicle mode shell is made out of a harder plastic um yeah i i haven't i haven't picked up the the seekers in person because like kind of scared to like I'm, I'm scared to pick one up and just go yeah i want this because if i want one it means i gotta buy 15 of the things <laughs> it's also the um like these pictures that we're seeing where they're like in flight mode it looks like they sort of disconnected their legs like yeah, if you look I, at I, their i was i was looking at that but i think i think the um i think this part might actually flip up a little bit and yeah that's the, what i'm thinking like they as well. mistransformed it a bit to give it a bit of height yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think that might actually be there. You go. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah, it might, it might just be sort of the way that the way that they sort of position the legs in in particular ways. But yeah, um, yeah. so yeah, I look, I'm a, I'm a fan of New Age's um, work and their figures and stuff. But I just, I feel like I just can't get into these because there's too many of them and they're going to be a little bit too expensive. Mm. So it's sort of like these days when you see a seeker. You just immediately instinctively think this is going to be a commitment because there's going to be repaints up the wazoo. Yeah, I, I like I do feel that, and that's that's one of the things with the new masterpiece seekers. Um, I, I'm I'm glad that they're going for all all the three of the main seekers sort of within the same year. Um, mm. But I'm also I'm also now going well. If I'm going to do that, I don't need to buy the others. Um, like I, I don't need to keep the others in my collection. I mean, it's like I can. I can sell off the other seekers and just sort of focus on the the, the big main three and the and the new designs. Yeah, um, I, I fell down that seeker rabbit hole back with Siege when <laughs> the Rainmakers yeah. and Red Wing. So yeah, I, I definitely don't <laughs> want to touch that again. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like well, had, how how many times do we need to buy all the set of seekers? Exactly. I had that with um, Chug and Henkai, Henkai. You know, with those Starscream, Skywarp, Thundercracker, and Dirge thrust and ramjet. Now I've done it again for the um, Earthrise. <laughs> I got, I got, but I'm I got, okay. I got them all on the shelf down here. Yeah, they're all, yeah. They're all hanging around there. Yeah, yeah I'm um, okay with it though because the um, Earthrise mold is superior to the older classics one. Let's talk a little bit about the <laughs> other, the other New Age figure that uh, has sort of has been revealed in the last uh, the last couple of weeks, which is their version of Shockwave. Um, he look he look he looks hot and also um he like like every other shockwave he comes with a little shockwave that's good which is he's pulling his own trigger mm, yeah. <laughs> um i so i i sat down with uh, clinton from toy reel the other day got him an mp29 plus and uh opened it with me and we pulled out the little shockwave it's like great he comes with a little shockwave as well so so does so does this one um this one also appears to come with a little stand so that you can hover him in space gun mode as a as sort of his his iconic representation but um this is this is just sort of goes to what i was saying about the amount of articulation of the detail that they pack into these figures like you can see all the the, the pieces that flip out and slide out on his on his hips there's the mushroom pegs at the top of the legs knees and um the there's 
there's ankle tilts, the wrists swivel, the arms swivel. There's just there's so much packed into these, and yet they've still managed to give managed to give them all this um, you know very iconic, very iconic design that matches up with the uh, you know what we know of the G1 figures. And it's weird because um, if you look, if you go back to that first picture that we saw saw of Shockwave, is hmm. in in his knees. That's just like a regular Phillips head screw, isn't it? So that gives you an idea of scale. Yes, yes, certainly does. Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah, I was just cool. looking at these ones. Uh, <clears throat> the the picture with all the accessories that he comes with, that made me think that this is kind of what that you know that Transformers Red line should be mm. i know these these transform but the the actual look of shockwave here would make a perfect red figure and all these little accessories that come with him as well i i feel like there there's a possibility here for hasbro if they didn't retire that red line yeah um i gotta say not not the biggest fan of the red line myself anyway so um mm. yeah I don't know, like like the red line can't really become a transforming line because then there's nothing no. to distinguish it from everything no, else. No, but I just but, mean um, the design of what they've got yeah. here. If you took him as the robot, yeah. So they like they they do they do this in terms of accessories in the red line. They they, yeah. they do bring those out, but um, uh, yeah, not not to this degree. I feel. Yeah. So, hmm. so yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, New Age Shockwave is also a thing that is. Uh, coming to market soon there's a lot of a lot of people who uh, collect at this scale who are very very excited to see him he does have yeah. a very nice lilac color he does doesn't very, he? very shock wavy it, it, it is very attractive and that, that's that's also a sort of a, a comparison there of their their bumblebee as well i think new age has done a second version of bumblebee as well now um so this is probably the second one and you can see just mm. sort of how small he is versus how large uh, shockwave is now too yeah, because if, if I had to have one sort of critique about um, the Siege Shockwave... Oh, I, think, is, I, think, I, think, probably... I think this is a different, a different color deco there as well, sorry. Yeah, yeah. A bit, um, the Siege one is a bit too dark, whereas this is like the perfect Shockwave color. It certainly is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. All right. Um... We've got, we've, we've, we've got, you know, we can, we can go for a, a little bit, a little while longer. Let's talk a little bit about Titans. And the catalyst for this discussion is the, the concept art that's come out for 2013's original Titan. Now, um, how many is that? That's 2013 to now. That's seven. That's eight years that we've been, uh, we've been collecting Titan scale figures, even if they're not exactly exactly uh known as titan, titan class yeah yeah so yeah so uh so the, this concept art has recently recently come to light surfacing um some of the design some of the original designs and concepts for uh, metroplex and so you can see his uh his robot mode there. he's he's sort of originally a, a bit more of a envisaged as sort of a i guess a bit more of a bit more of a chunky and beefier figure than the one that we eventually got, which where I think the limbs and the limbs and everything was a little bit more spread out. Um, mm. Plus, there's all these other uh, mobile bases, most mobile base, starship, and aircraft carrier and city modes uh, in mm. here as well. Which um, oh, I, I say 2013. This is 2014. Uh, my my apologies. Um, so I think I think it's I think it's really interesting to go back to the go back to the original Titan and see sort of what what Hasbro was planning to do there. They didn't necessarily quite get to it, but um, 
uh, they didn't they didn't necessarily quite get to it, but um, then it's interesting to see what they planned and then sort of see where they've gone with increasing the sort of the parts count and the engineering over the past um, over the past seven or eight years. Now let's let's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the concept art off and just bring us up to to discuss a bit of things. So let's just run over the the titans that we've got um, in the last eight years. We've got Metroplex. We have Devastator, who wasn't explicitly called out as a Titan-class figure at the time, but retroactively is. Uh, Fort Max, Predaking, again, sort of the Combiner-style Titan. And they've never really gone there again with the Combiners. So we've got Triptychon, Amiga, Scorponok, and this year we're getting the Ark. And there is also the extra the extra Titan next year, which is the uh, the forthcoming Black Zarak repaint of Scorponok. Now... What I what I what I would like to know is: Do you guys collect all of the Titans? Do you collect any at all? And uh, like, is is collecting at this scale something that you guys are interested in? Um, is it is it something that you do, uh, Tony? Let's 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 start with yourself. Um, I've got to say, historically, no, <clears throat> I haven't been a Titans collector. Um, I really opened the batting this or no, last year with the. Um, the Devastator, Combiner Wars Devastator, but that's only because Amazon had that amazing deal. Mm, yeah, and he's, then well, he's been started, reissued, yeah. Yeah, reissued, exactly. And um, after that, I went after Omega Supreme, which I think counts as the, the Titan class. Um, and then that's kind of where I've stopped. <laughs> so mm. so when I think about Metroplex and all the, and Scor Scorponok, when I, I look at that and then I stare at this box for Unicron that's in my corner, the number one thing that keeps coming to mind is I don't have the space for all these other <laughs> titans that I would love to get, um, because I've opened that that I've gone down that rabbit hole now of titans, but I've had to stop myself because of space limitations and and nothing more. I love the designs of all the other titans. I'm more than happy to pay the price for them, but it's just uh, I, I couldn't put them anywhere, uh, and that that's my major thing with this. That's that sort of stops me from becoming more of a titans collector. Bradley, you you've always got a, a a decent collection of Transformers uh, around where you are. Is your space filling up? Do you do you add Titans into that space? I, I you 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 had Scorponok out for quite a while. Is he still on display? I've got every Titan toy that's been released so far. I've even got um, which one is it? Grand Maximus. You know the Takara Tomy repaint. I've got him, but I've got. Like there's literally no. I was like, Scorponok is my last Titan class toy, and now I have to stretch it out because they're doing Black Zarak. But, that's, <laughs> but I have no. I have like I've got one shelf that has what six Titan class toys in it, and I can't fit anything else on that shelf. Um, I've got like Grand Maximus has just been sitting in front of the display cabinet for like what two or three years since it's been released, and he's gotten very dusty. Um, that's probably going to be the same fate for Black Zarek. Um, Will it be the same fate for Unicron? Yeah, where's where are you going to end up with that guy? <laughs> I can't be on that. Um, he, I, th I think he's just going to stay here because he's oh, um, okay. a talking point in um, when I'm doing Twitch streams. Um, and yeah, um, so like yeah, I've got all the Titan class toys. Not going to be getting the arc, but I I express my disgust with that toy. Is it, <laughs> is, are, you, are you not getting the arc because of the missing the missing fifth thrust fifth? Oh my god, I've really I've really done this well. You know what the joke is. Go on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not only that. It's just that every Titan class toy, or most every Titan class toy, I've gotten because 
it's had its opposite it's sort of had its opposite release beforehand like i got i got Triptychon because i had metroplex i got scorpionot because i had fort max i got omega because i had devastator um so that's sort of like the reason why i've been collecting them but now that i've got all six city bots in a titan scale titan scale class I can't think of any other reason to have a character in that scale. This, this is one of the reasons why I'm, I'm dubious of the arc as well, because the arc is a new, like it's a, it's a new character. It's a new Titan that we haven't really had before. And, um, you know, we've spent a long time discussing it in the last couple of episodes, but you know, there's, it's not necessarily a character that, um, resonates with the people who've been buying all of these titans that remind them of toys from their childhood and not not that only not that only older fans will be buying these toys but you know it's a i definitely think that it's something to consider the um i i guess that i guess this also goes to one of the other questions that i asked which is do you automatically buy a titan when it's announced um you guys i think the answer must be no my answer is kind of yeah, I do. Except I don't have Predaking. Um, I, I don't have Predaking, but um, I, I have been buying each of the. Uh, well, maybe not when they're announced. I, I, the last couple <laughs> of years, I have decided that yes, it's probably time to start buying them when they're announced because Scorponok became quite difficult to acquire, and Omega Supreme has uh, has become easier to acquire. He's been reissued. Scorponok is being reissued, so. I think I think Hasbro's paying attention to the the scarcity and the difficulty with acquiring Titans. I don't like we haven't seen them go back and redo Metroplex, for example, though. So mm. yeah, maybe maybe they're they're listening to a point um, in that they can they can bring back tooling that's only recently left their production lines, but maybe the older stuff is harder to bring back. Uh, I, I do think if they I do think if they brought back Metroplex at this point, I think he'd sell quite well. Yeah, he would. He's um he's going for like extortionary prices on the secondary market. Certainly is. Um, but you know where my yeah. Metroplex is? He's along with he's along with every other Titan. I say every other Titan. There's a, very clearly a Devastator on the on the on the shelf <laughs> behind me there. Every other <laughs> Titan post Devastator is sitting in its box in a big box in my storage cage. Like I just I just don't have the space or the, I don't have the space and I don't have the inclination to display them but i they are a thing that i want to have in my collection still yeah right right so you're somewhere closer to where like if if i was one end of the spectrum and bradley was the other you're sort of somewhere towards the bradley end because you 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 do buy (laughs) the titans but you don't you don't show them because you don't have the space yeah 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 that's 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 definitely definitely the case um yeah so bradley i'm interested in your comment about the opposites though so with the arc coming out if they were then to announce next year that would be there would be a nemesis bot version like in titans class that wouldn't do it for you no like i said um the city bots are pretty much all i can sort of justify having in that scale um arc and nemesis I don't want to be one of those, you know, those purists, but, you know, <laughs> yep. Ark is not a character. To, well, you know, Kelatran 1 is a character, but Ark mm. is not a transformer to me. Yes. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's a landscape, um, if anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. The backdrop. Yeah, it's the backdrop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's an interesting yeah. discussion because, I, I, you know, when you showed those pictures, um, Jace, of the original designs and what they wanted to do, what, what are the differences in what the toy actually does? Is it less or more than what's on this on, in these pictures? Much less. Much, Much less? less? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Right. He doesn't yeah. have, like, he, he sort of does sprawl out for that bottom city mode and he does yeah. go into that tank mode, but that, that top left spaceship mode is not hmm. yeah the, mode. well he does I, have I, a mobile I, base I, mode. I, that's what the top right is so i i feel like i feel like the concept art shows a lot of pieces that are rounder on metroplex mm. than the than the finished product has and so it makes it feel a little bit more organic by sort of going well we can put the limbs in this mode and flip this up and do this and i just think that's not that's not something that you can do with the finished product. Um, I think there's also a lot of a lot of pieces that uh, a lot of pieces that probably don't work the way that the way. And he also finished. he also didn't come with that many guns either. Yeah. <laughs> but if we go up to his robot mode, um, he his chest is a lot shallower. Mm, that's right. Um, and his legs are a little. Basically, if you took that image, Tony. And stretched it. Yeah, you would have yep. Metroplex. <laughs> okay, right. You right. would, have, would have the toy that we got. Yeah, yeah. Because if if you go further up, uh, Jace, in that, in that design picture up the top, I, I noticed that his um, his waist is very thin. Like it's just a mm. sort of a singular column, if you like. And, and I was wondering, does the toy also have that thinness? Because that, that to me yeah. looks very odd. I don't know. If I knew we were talking about this, I, I should have brought mine out of the um, display cabinet. You say this as if I didn't give you the run sheet this afternoon. <laughs> you say this as if you expect me to read the run sheet. <laughs> and then you surprise me by doing it. I didn't. I, 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 I just put in my newest acquisitions and mentioned something that you hadn't thought to put in yet. Yes, this is true. But but I think the bot design that's on the screen here is is very busy as well. There's a lot of lo little red lights all over his body, and I, and I can't see that being in a toy myself. Like just the amount of um, detail that would go into it is probably something reserved for a masterpiece line toy rather than just this general sort of generations type toy. I, I would have thought. I think at the time that this came out, there was a lot of so there was a lot of. Uh deference given to the comic style artwork for transformers and so right a lot of the comics did go for extremely extremely detailed so um like artists like alex milne would put a lot of a lot of extra detail into the into the robots um uh, into the surfaces and things like that and so like mm. you can see there's a lot of attention paid to like the the texture here and and um you know where the, Is this where the doors join together not a slight inspiration for the video game model no, I think I think it goes the other way. I think I think okay. the video I think the video game very much inspired how the toy version of Metroplex would look because people I think Hasbro knew at the time that people would probably want a Metroplex that calls to mind part of the the Fall of Cybertron series. Yeah. Right, but but just to be clear, even though there was def deference to the comics, that the, when the toy actually came out, it didn't have all of these extra little. Oh no no no! Bits, no, this, right? is, no. This, this is this is this is yeah. concept art, right? Like this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. In the in the designer's eye, like if they were, if they wanted to design this and had a free for all on budget and everything, like this is you know how they'd like to design it. Yeah. And yeah. it's sort of it's then the it's then 
their job to sort of it's then Hasbro's job to sort of take this and go right well this is what we want it to look like and let's see what we can simplify it down to produce it mm. and so like you end up with a, there's a lot less sort of black and grey parts on it there's a lot more white and red um, but yeah uh, like like I said there's a lot more deference to sort of the comic art style so Metroplex um, the Metroplex that I have which is the the Hong Kong um, AKG convention one of the Hong Kong conventions mm. um, it has a massive comic art i think it was by james race um a, a massive comic art uh taking up the entire side of the box it's on like an, an outer sleeve and you know it's it's i'm pretty sure it, it comes in under the thrilling 30 line a lot of the thrilling 30 figures were very much based on idw designs and appearances they they were really embracing the idw comics uh, mm. at, at the time for their for their designs and so you know if you were gonna if you were gonna put metroplex in the comics this is probably how it would look in the comics right right yeah. so uh, metroplex concept art titans not titans are not always a, a not always a um a shoe-in for sales amongst even this group i, I don't have i don't have uh, the predator king combiner mm. but um i do have the, the others they're all sitting in storage the predator king is a like very very well done engineering wise but if you're not going to have him on display then i wouldn't recommend going out to pick him up <laughs> yeah yeah i've 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 had a few chances over the years to get him and every time i sort of get to the point where i'm like all right he's in the basket and i've i've moved my mouse to the buy now button and then i'm like mm. i moved my mouse to the remove button and i'm like i don't feel yep. bad yeah. yeah there's also well yeah another thing if you're going to have them on display remember the dive bombs wings they're all individual stickers so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't apply stickers that's fine what, what's your problem <laughs> just if you're going to put him on display like when you're doing the podcast <laughs> um i have a... heard little oh sorry I was, I was going to say there's a, a, a comment comment on the YouTube video from uh, from Tick Tick Boom Design it says not to the level of that illustration, but you could definitely replicate the lights, uh, lights and, uh, and etc. Okay. So, yeah, you know, uh, same. It's the same thing as the discussion about Unicron. Like, you know, is this a? Would you like to modify the you know now very expensive toy if you've purchased Metroplex? Um, mm. And some people are very comfortable with doing that. Like. There's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of lights that you can put into Lego sets now that also pretty much work well in Transformers because they're very thin wires. They're 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 very thin wires. You can just you can really just stick them where they need to go with a bit of blue tack, and like it doesn't require it doesn't really require a lot of effort to install them, and they're sort of pre-made to sort of come along with the wires and connect them up and you know connect them up to a switch and they'll work. I think you could also realize this with some like bright pink stickers. Yeah, you know, you just like a sticker too. set. Yeah, you, yeah, you could, mm. like you could definitely get a sticker set that sort of looks like that with the sort of the, the glowing, the glowing inner part, rather than actually having to have something that glows. Yeah, because the thing with that is the the toy itself. That's a light up feature, and because I don't use the light up feature, that's just a black circle mm. in the middle of his chest. <laughs> so, so out of interest with with, with you guys, because you're more into the Titans class than I am, but how often would you? Um, transform them jace you probably won't because they're in the boxes but bradley how, how often would you transform your <laughs> they, just, they, just sit, they just sit up on the shelf yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. um yeah. 
Okay, so for me, with Metroplex, I didn't really transform him too often. Um, with like when I, when I get a new toy, I always try and get the transformation down, and then I put it away, might right. pull it out once every couple of years. Um, yeah. for, the com for the combiners, I, I'm not touching them. <laughs> I'm not transforming them at all because they're very intricately sort of woven in together but um like fortress maximus i had him out last year for showing him off on um no i had him out when i had scorponot and i transformed him a couple of times and that was a lot of fun yeah that's interesting because yeah. i'm the opposite of that like I, I mean i don't have that many titans but for the for devastator i love pulling him apart and transforming the individual bots that that make him up and then mm. going back and putting him together again, like that's I, I really enjoy that. I'm in pre I'm prepared to invest. Is it, is the time. it therapeutic? I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> the thing is, just... I should I should be doing that because I forked out extra for the Takara mode just because it comes with the individual guns. <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Because uh, little birdies have been telling me that, you know, next year there'll be a Menace or sort of Combiner Wars version, if you like. Um, and that really so excites the, so, me. So, so the rumor is that there's going to be a, a, an updated Menasaur. Motormaster is rumored to be Commander class, which sort of gives you an idea of the scale Ooh. of the figure. Now, so he's not going to be, he's definitely not a Combiner Wars figure. No. Um, like like that would be like a that would basically be a commander class um, commander class central bot and then probably voyager size limbs, yeah. hopefully hopefully real voyagers as well, not the sort of like the the sort of like the the devastator voyagers were sort of like upscaled deluxes in a way. Yeah. Yes, they were. So that that to me, I know it's not strictly speaking Titans class then, but it still excites me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's I, bot, I mean, like right? that, but, yeah. but it's all it's all kind of related, right? Like mm. if they're not going to, conventional wisdom kind of says they might rest Titans for a while, right? Because they they would sort of There's have nothing to left. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to yeah. do some obscure ones or go back and re restart them and. I think if you go back and resell them, you're probably going to annoy the people who purchased a lot of Titans over the last ten years. I think they should rest them for a while, mm. and so yeah, what do you, what else, what else you do? So, I do think that there's definitely room to sort of start taking a more detailed look at um, at the the combiner figures. The only thing I can think of is if they were to reissue Metroplex, they would have to do what's the name of the repaint is it metro titan or necroplex or you know the dead version of metroplex yeah i don't know like people keep saying they have to do x y and z and like i don't think they, <laughs> i don't think they have to we're just um, we're just trying to justify it to them so they have the repaint option available so they can get a bit more money from the mold <laughs> yeah i and I, I i get that but like i think I, I think the, the, I gotta say the most surprising thing to happen in Titanland in the last mm. um, in the last year to me is all of the people who saw Black Rurici released and went right they have to do they have to do a repaint of Scorponok as Black Zarek and and there's a lot of people who are just like they're, they're not going to do a repaint of a Titan and they're oh shit they are okay yeah. Yeah, fair enough well they did the um, actually no that was a Takara Tomi Mall does Takara Tomi Mall still exist yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, because Black Zarax Generation selects not Takara Tomi, and the Grand yes, Maximus I have Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah, the Grand Maximus I have is Takara Tomi, so it's just weird, I guess. Because uh, in I the was... in the fiction, they're opposites as well, Grand and yeah. Black Zarax. 
I've always seen um, Superion as being the opposite to Devastator, which I know is not technically correct, but I mean, yeah, big bots, you know, combiners, that sort of thing. And then Defensor mm. and Menasaur as sort of being their opposites, if you like. So, and it's, so it's, it's I, would, I would pay money for those. Yeah. I, I would, so I would, uh, I would tend to put Superion and Menasaur as like Air versus Air versus Royal yeah. as traditional ah, okay. rivals. But yep. I think that also might depend on the order in which they were uh, introduced in the fiction that you watched as a kid. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, because I, also... I remember getting the Devastator toys and then literally the probably the next month or so seeing the uh, the aerial bots appear <laughs> in the stores as well at around that time. So I always put them together for some reason. Yeah, I think it's just... Um... Oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. No, no, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to like if that rumor is true about Motormaster being a commander class. Because when you think about Motormaster, you think of the cab and the trailer sort of being the one robot, not just like a black repaint of Optimus Prime, like he was in mm. Combiner was. Mm. So I, I, I haven't heard of that rumor before about a commander class with some voyages. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's something that's sort of come to light in the last last few days, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's gathering it's, steam, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's gathering steam, and if it doesn't happen, there's going to be a million fans annoyed. Um, yeah, you have to have Motormaster. You have to have Menasol. <laughs> well, we got him in Combiner was, but yeah, 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 I, I'm, yeah, I'm not actually not actually that greatly fussed by Menasol as a Combiner. No. I'm like, okay. I really, I really liked his the story of his character in the comics because I read about him on the wiki, and I, I like this idea of him as a character in the comics, but they never, ever touch upon anything like that in the cartoon. It's just really frustrating. What was what, the story what, in the comics? What is that? The story in the comics is that Menasaur has a split personality disorder because... Oh, yeah, sorry, I thought you meant Motormaster, yeah. Yeah, no, the other the other, other Stunticons hate Motormaster and they hate, they hate the idea of combining with him. So that's why Menasaur has... Um, split personality disorder because he can't decide what he wants to do. So, and they never they never touched on anything like that in the cartoon. You know, it's just yeah. like here's some toys, here's some characters, here's the toys by him. It's probably yeah. pretty deep for a cartoon. Well, you obviously you haven't watched Beast Wars, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, but 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 I mean, like considering considering the like the standard at which you know thing things in morality tales would exist in G one, like I feel like mm. I feel like combiners that don't want to combine is probably probably a bit a bit much. But it's I mean, it's like it's, question. <laughs> it's yeah, but at the same time, it's very interesting that the the characters are so in depth, but you don't see that in the cartoon. Yeah, I, well, that's what I mean. I, they're, they're not in depth like the characters don't have that depth in the cartoon like none of them do really mm. yet yeah, we all still cried when optimus prime died <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. we did all right yeah. i think that's i think that's about it for uh news and titans and we've gone from titans onto combiners so like it's a, i think it just sort of shows it just sort of i think shows I, how... think I think we're just saying that the titans are sort of evolve or uh, would you say evolving or devolving into the commander class uh, I think uh, so. I think if you if you recall, I think I think we talked about this briefly on the last episode as well. Um, we've been saying for a while that there appears to be a second commander class figure 
looming for release later in this year. And when we were talking about the Shattered Glass range last last time, we did actually say that there's a rumour that one of the Shattered Glass figures is Jetfire. Uh, this mm. is also one of the things that apparently the leaky ship that is Amazon Australia has also confirmed, or one of the Amazon sites, has also apparently confirmed a Shattered Glass um, Jetfire listing somewhere as well. So... That sort of that says to me that Hasbro is willing to do multiple commander class figures a year, and we know that they've run out of Titans. So like I I don't really have too much of a problem with them resting the Titans and just going with multiple commander classes. Maybe it's two, maybe it's yeah. even three. Well, we also know they're a bit loose with the terminology of commander class as well, right? So yeah, look at Rodimus. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's well, sort well, of like we'll see. Yeah, they were talking about you know. You know the Titan, the Titan labels. Like this year, we're looking at the arc, and like Hasbro's just like, yeah. we ran out of characters. So here's here's the arc. Hate that, and we'll, we'll we've got a perfect excuse to cancel Titan class toys in the future. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's interesting that you, the way that you say that, Tony. Though, like you know, um, they've it's you know, Commander class is very very loosely defined because it is like there's yeah, only, it is. there's only been two figures beforehand. Yeah. They're both mm. very different. Like one's a giant, one's a giant robot, and the yeah. other is a, a you know a, a gestalt essentially. Like Skylinks yes. is two, two figures that combine to make a make a, a robot that's not quite as big as Jetfire. Mm. And so, like you know, mm. like, it's it's not like it's actually been defined. Yeah, I think yeah. you made the point a while back when we did talk about it that it, it was something to do with parts count that that would be yeah the, in, the in general yeah yeah in, yeah in, in general it's parts count and so like. Rodimus looks like he has quite a lot of detailed parts on him. Like we've seen, you know, he's got the matrix storage chamber and all these extra bits, and he's borrowing a bit of engineering from Studio Series eighty six Hot Rod. So like, there's you know, there's definitely a lot of parts in use on that on that figure. Whether they're as big as another or not, it doesn't really matter. It's it sort of comes down to the number. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Which I think is a trap for younger players. Like when I when I first looked at the uh, the Rodimus thing being commander class, I was like, well, no way, um, because the size, you know, and I think most yeah. people would just automatically go to size as being the determinant. But mm. uh, to your point, yeah, it's it's not it's not and it's not just parts as well. It's always it's also the amount of plastic that goes into it. I would have thought, given the Winnebago that Rodimus has, is quite a chunky little thing, <laughs> and you can yeah, use no, that to right. justify the price too. So, I mean, I mean, the amount of plastic does go to parts count anyway. So, sure, yeah. sure. All right, um, we are gonna end this uh, end this very quickly. We're gonna talk about um, gonna talk about some acquisitions. Uh, Bradley's the only person who has acquisitions to talk about. Um, would you like to Would you like to briefly take us through your new your new figures for over the last? Sure, uh, I've got uh, yeah. So I've got well, as you can see, I've got Unicron. Uh, <laughs> I transformed him last Sunday, and it was a harrowing project if you <laughs> if you have um if you have unicron i would recommend not follow the instructions go with youtube videos i went with mgo and prime versus prime because they did very in-depth transformations and instructions and you know close close look at what you're actually doing what well, why did you so need two bradley why, why did you need was there not just not one you perfect youtube video that covered the transformation no. I, I like to sort of get a few different uh views and oh, just okay. sort of go with what i go with what i think is all right yep. um i got studio series grimlock which i'm hey. very very excited about 
with wheelie, of course. A piece of shit on the back of his neck, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also got uh, Kingdom Rat Trap, which I'm very excited about. I did have to do... <laughs> Remember last year, Jason, when I had Grapple and I said I glued my fingers together fixing him? Hmm. <laughs> I, I had the same thing happen with Rat Trap. Do you think? Do you, the, think um, do you think? Do you think maybe this is a, a thing that we might need to be careful about with you? No, it's just the fact that the super glue that we use. Like when I think of glue, I think of like a thick adhesive. But the super glue that we have is water. It's water, and as soon as it touches anything, it just solidifies. So I was like, okay, I just need a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm just gonna I'm just gonna switch us back to the uh, switch us back to the multi camera view so that you can see my hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switch us back to the multi view so you can see my hmm. <laughs> so Brandon, and, um, why did you have to glue rat trap? What what did you have to glue on him? His um his front beast mode legs are just soft plastic rubber. Right. Soft rubbery plastic. And yeah. one of them was ripped. Plastic like, soft rubber. Just, yeah. It was just ripped, so it was just sort of like coming apart. Oh. So I just sort of had oh, to glue it back together. And another I'm bloody very... Hasbro QC issue. Yeah, you can sort no, of. I haven't, make I haven't out... heard of that before, so I'd say it's probably not that. <laughs> and the funny thing was, the funny thing was that when I had this, I went to went out to the lounge room and went to went to my mom and said, "Mom, do we have any super glue so I can fix this?" And my nana saw it and she thought I had actually caught a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I I would have I would have hoped that I would have hoped that by now they would just be like, why do you want the super glue? Don't you remember what happened last time? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a fun story that unites us all in laughter. But the only thing I don't like about this is the weapon storage because that's the only storage that it has on the instructions. I haven't looked up to see if there's a way you can attach it to his underbelly. Mm. Look, there's his face. Yeah. And last piece. Wow, don't know, Yes, mm. there we go. Yeah, it, it's been it's been a soon, dinosaur week for you. Soon to be uh, repainted into Grimlock, from what we were discussing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. So I'm the, very um, excited to have this. Um, the little toy. little was... front arms. Do, do they? Is that consistent with the uh, the, the original toy? Because they look like he's almost like, oh, you like. Yeah, sort no. of like his you can down. sort of go up like this, but I don't. I honestly don't know why they went with hands so long. He um. Yeah. From what I can remember, like he does sort of type at computers with his beast mode hands, but they're not like <laughs> okay. this flippy floppy. Yeah. They're just sort of like, you know, like regular human being three pronged or three fingered hands. So, yeah. Do the wrists come up at all? Can you flip them up? Um, no, that's about no. as high, that's as high up as they go. So you okay. can sort of, you can sort of wave <laughs> and you can sort of go, oh, you. Yeah, but he can't. He behave. Oh, stop! But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, this Dinobot is amazing. If you are a Beast Wars uh, fan and you, you have you happen to like Dinobot, I highly recommend this guy. Um, I've had the original Dinobot. I've had the Henke Dinobot. This guy just knocks the ball out of the park, um, especially with his. There, there are a lot of people, um, dinosaur purists, that argue over Dinobot's beast mode. <laughs> it, it, what's the <laughs> argument, though? <laughs> it's the fact that he's not a true raptor. 
Oh god! So, <laughs> something to do with his robot. feet. No, something to do with his feet. His feet or his claws. Like one of those is not real. What, oh, what, what, right. what, 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 what about the giant piece of robot that's sticking out from the? His under, under Haven't under. you ever heard of suspension of disbelief, Jason? Jesus, right? <laughs> wow, um, what an argument also, to have. That's insane. also another thing is um, we we're talking about this on the last episode. I think uh, there's a beast toy coming out with a painted tongue. This guy's got a painted tongue too. Ah, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. So they, yeah, they they are they are they are definitely like spending a lot of uh, a lot of attention on the um sort of the the beast modes and the the mouths and things for these figures. Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, very 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 uh, nice engineering, mm. complex ish transformation, and uh, yeah, if you're a Beast Wars fan, I recommend picking him up, especially because it's you know it's a retail piece. It's not the Japanese Henkei Dinobot or anything else. It's just regular retail. He, he's not hard to find, really, yeah. is what you're getting at, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's a guy on the Facebook page um, as well that uh, in the in bot mode, he's taken that sword that sort of splits out into two bits and he's somehow found a way to rotate it and spin it around. Oh, okay. I don't know how hmm. he does it, but it, it looks awesome when he's, when he's doing it. Well, I mean, the um, the way he holds it is you just put that round peg into into that hand, so you can probably just. Oh, does he actually have a mechanism that spins? Yeah, he's it? got some sort of like electronics that spin the thing around, or it looks like. Oh, anyway. yeah. Hmm, okay, it looks, it looks pretty cool. I, I'm presuming that's how he uses it in the cartoon. Yeah, the funny thing about that is, like, even the writers don't know what the hell it is. But they don't know if it's a, like a blade weapon or a shield because he uses it as both. He, in um, Code of Hero, he uses it as a helicopter to lower, him, lower himself down and squish Waspinator. So okay, okay, is he Inspector Gadget? No, <laughs> no, he's not. It feels like it feels like Go Go Gadget Tail, and off he goes, Mary Poppins style. Hey, hey, you should watch Code of Hero, man. You'll get choked up the same way you did for G One Optimus Prime. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I had heard that you know that transmutate figure that if you watch the episode where transmutate is introduced and apparently like one or two episodes, but no, that, she's only uh, in one. On one, okay, but that you'll cry after it because there's some kind pretty of much. sacrifice or yeah, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, I, I, it, yeah. it does make me want to go and check that one particular episode out. Yeah, it's um, very much worth checking out. It, mm. it 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 will make you well up. Oh, okay. It's unusual for a Transformers episode, <laughs> particularly G1. In, in, in which Optimus Prime doesn't die. It, yeah. Well, no, that's a movie. I'm talking about the cartoon. <laughs> also, um, for some reason, my Dinobot came with a Megatron sticker, and it's really good to know because Megatron's part of the Decepticons, in case you didn't know. Yeah, but, so the cards don't match the character that they come well, with. Well, yeah, um, it's not, it's that, not that I want to talk about. Yeah. It's just the fact that um, the underside... Mm-hmm. Is still Megatron, but that's not that's not the spoiler pack Megatron, is it? Because he's got it's uh, not going to show up. So, is it? so, so the cards, the cards underside reveals one of three possible fates for the characters. Uh, because no, it's just because um, he's got chains on his chest, like you know the mm, Netflix yeah. spoiler pack pack comes with chains on his chest, but maybe yeah, may, may, maybe it is, yeah. Very odd design. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because that's definitely not the um 
That's not the siege tank mode. No. Not at all. No, no. Don't know what it is, but yeah, it, it, it might be. It, it's one of three possible. Things. You can see. You can see it there. See the chains on his chest. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the only reason why I'm mentioning the card because yeah, I saw that. And I was like, is that they wouldn't do Netflix spoiler Megatron on a um, card. retail release card? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> On a side note, I did freak out when you pulled the sticker off that card. By the way, <laughs> you just went back so on. Quickly. Yeah, it, go, yeah it, go, it goes back on. Like it's it's the, the easily no, but I, I, and removed. I, I've tried. I've done it half because I don't trust myself to be to be to align it. You know, back. I'll on be honest. I'll it. be honest with you, Tony. I was actually uh, I was looking at it. I was looking yep. at the under picture. I was like, is that Netflix spoiler me? And then it, the sticker just came off. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> You did it so casually too. <laughs> he had a freak out on the inside. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's my um, acquisitions. Very, very happy to have all of them. And uh, yeah, very nice. Very awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no new acquisitions this week. I have, I have started opening my. Um, I've started opening my uh, my to open pile and. I started with one set, so I opened up the Autobot Alliance set. It's only four months late. Um, very, 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 very happy with the the uh, Ironhide and the Prowl in that set. Actually, like, um, I really, I really like them. Um, mm. They're they're a lot better than the initial reviews uh, made them out to be. So yeah, very happy with them. Actually, I was going to ask you, Jason, um, your two open piles. Does that include that animated set you got a couple of months ago? No, the, I did open that. Oh, you did open. I did open that one. Yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Autobot Alliance pack is really nice, actually. I, I remember people complaining about the color of Ironhide's chest, the red mm. plastic, that it was somehow lighter than the rest of the body. But I'm looking at mine. I've actually got him in front of me now. But the um, I've got him standing next to the the Galactic Odyssey at Ratchet, and they look amazing together. So um, yes, I they really do. Complain. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony, do you have any new acquisitions to talk about? Uh, I did. I, I didn't really put it on the run sheet because I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but it was just the um, the core class uh, Kingdom Starscream, which I got. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is a cute little uh, cute little dude. But, um, yeah, three or four transformation steps and he's done. But it's a nice uh, homage, or homage, if you like, to the uh, to the Earthrise Starscream figure without the um, all the transformational points. But they do look quite good together, i got to say. Big brother, little brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they they do look really good. Um, I may, I may yet cave and get the star screen. I've I've resisted all the calls so far. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I would have thought you'd um, it scales quite well with uh, Unicron as well. So yeah, true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't really have a need for them. Yeah, so, it's yeah. nineteen bucks from Kmart, so you know it was a re- relatively inexpensive buy. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that is uh, that is about it. It is time to bring the show to an end because we have run well over two hours at, the, at this point. Um, small brief notice, TCCA Club news. Uh, we will be kicking fundraisers back into gear. We we sort of we paused a little bit around the um around the Good Friday appeal and uh, and the the gold bug 
uh, fundraiser. We do need to get going again on that, so we will be bringing fundraisers back. And the reason we're bringing fundraisers back is because live events are starting to kick off around the country. We've uh, we've been to Oz Comic Con. I've started to attend a couple of toy fairs around Sydney, and TCCA is, as of today, booked in to attend Supernova in Melbourne. That's uh, on, I think, the weekend of the 21st of May. So just over four weeks from now, Supernova Melbourne will be occurring, and super looking forward to that one. Might even be down there for it myself, um, but Simon and Chris will definitely be flying the TCCA flag there if you'd like to come by and say hello. We will be looking to make some other bookings for supernova in the coming weeks and months as well uh, as as events occur around the country um that is about it for club news we are getting close to renewal time as well um we are we're happy to say that we've set a record for um memberships this year so um we will be hoping that people are happy enough to renew again next year and uh, and see how we go we're starting to starting to put um Starting to put uh, ducks in a row and getting artwork commissioned for membership cards. And we think you might like what we've got planned for the following year. We'll see how we go. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, that is it. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you're watching along with the live record, and we can see that a few of you are, thank you very much. It is it's quite late on a Sunday night, so thanks for checking us out. You can find out more about these stories with links to them all in the show notes. Uh, they are distributed on the Podbean site or in the in the downloaded episode that comes into your podcatcher. You can get in touch with us at transformersweekly.podbean.com. Uh, the Facebook page is Australian Transformers Weekly, or all three of us are individually hanging out in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook. Uh, you can find the podcast in your podcatcher of choice if you're not already subscribed. Uh, and of course, you can also find the RSS link in the show notes. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy and Sunday nights to make the club and the world better for everyone. Our goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the community and sometimes we have arguments with them. Uh, you can find out more about the benefits of TCCA membership and how to show your support for what we do at TransformersCCA.com. Uh, going off world, you can find us on Facebook at uh, uh, you can find us on Facebook primarily. You can also find us at Transformers CCA on Twitter. You can find me and on Twitter at JM77 and Bradley. You're on Twitch at Groovy Guy Gaming. Uh, That's that, correct. That is uh, that is it from us. Um, we'll be back with more Transformers news soon or in the fullness of time. Whether it's later this week or maybe next week, we'll see how we go. <laughs> And uh, I need to. I need someone to stall and wave while I find the right buttons to click to throw up the closing credits. Go, Bradley. Well, well I mean, yeah, Tony's going to wave. Yeah, yeah, I'm waving that, right that's now. That's da -da, da -da, <laughs> da -da. Yeah. All right. Bye, bye, everyone, and thank you for thank you for listening and thank you for watching. If you're watching. Along. <laughs>